0: Episode 283 of The Platform is a show about games and nerd culture, and I am your host, Brian Barnett. Hi, my Joining me this week. <laughs> I'll steal this right from it. It. I am Chris
1: Connelly, a.k.a. Delfia.
0: Back to you. And Lucas. Hi, I'm Lucas White. How's it going? And Jarrett.
2: I just received fried rice That's with some right. eggs on it. Oh, him. hell
0: yeah, dude. It's
2: delicious. I haven't tried it, but I have to assume it's delicious.
1: <laughs> we're all jealous that's of the awesome. fried
0: rice. Mm. 283 episodes is a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. And this week we're going to talk about a lot of things, including Double Dragon Gaiden, Rise of the Dragons. We're going to talk about Aliens Dark Descent. We're going to talk about fried rice. Mm. And we're going to talk about what it's like to record 283rd episode with some cool peeps.
1: I'm just saying it's Where do complete we... bullshit. There's
0: no way a shrimp fried that rice. It's it's true. they you're saying I, this. I'm so basic, but every time I see that shit, it makes me laugh. <laughs> I'm so easy. I'm so easy, you guys. Some jokes are just you're for me you. A shrimp fried this rice?
3: <laughs> you
2: hear it once, you heard it a thousand times, it's the same same chuckle.
0: It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the simple things. It's just as good. It's just as good the thousandth, the thousandth
3: time. I think That's the great. one that
1: did it for me was the Disco Elysium one, just seeing all the various voices in his head, just debate whether or not the shrimp fried the rice and, <laughs> in
0: oh. that style. And it's like, yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Reason 10,000 that I need to play Disco Elysium. You really need you to You should play
3: definitely
2: Disco play it now since it's all voiceover.
0: That is true. That is true. And I've had it this whole time. I bought it ages ago, like on GOG when it was like there was like some sale or something like that and i was like hey, everybody likes this I'll, I'll pop this down but for whatever reason i was just really intimidated to start it it's kind of like cyberpunk where it's just like ah, like i want to but i'm also like not sure i'm in the right space for this and uh but you know now that i'm done with god am i done with literally everything i think the only thing that i'm covering that i'm not done with is final fantasy so, yeah, very soon. Well, and now, you know, I just got Brian, Baldur's Gate. So. Brian.
3: Yeah, you're, Gate. you're three days is, away from Baldur's you Gate. You are
1: locked
0: for the rest of the month. I'm not three days away. I got it today. Right, so, so yeah. it's, it's... Oh, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah rest
2: it's, in peace, all of our viewers who are, the, who are playing time, Baldur's Gate. The game. time
0: is... Now, now and, I, and I will say, and I will say, for, the, for all of you out there, if you've been a longtime listener to the show, you know that Baldur's Gate 2 is tied for my favorite game of all time. And so there's no way that I'm going to rush through or allow myself to be spoiled or do anything other than carefully consider Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, so my review is going to be done when it's fucking done. Eventually. And that's all there is to it. But, uh, but yes, yes. I, do, I am also writing guides for that. So for that, I can't really take my time. So yeah, it's, uh, I it's would a your like, game.
2: Cyberpunk is like... If you've ever played an open-world RPG that's attempting to be Fallout Three, uh, you're in the right. You're on the right track for Cyberpunk. It's not so entirely different than a game you've probably played before. That it's, hmm. it you, you wouldn't See, get over would intimidation pretty something quickly.
1: Something so controversial yet so brave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, the funny yeah, stop, thing is, and stop I feel me like... if
2: you've heard this before.
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm I'm just gonna out myself here, but I have not played Fallout Three. I own it, but I've not played it. But I played Fallout Four. That was my first Fallout game that was not called Fallout Tactics or Brotherhood of Steel or whatever. There Which I think I played on PC back in like like two thousand and one, maybe or something.
2: Fallout three came out and then like every open road game for ten years was doing Fallout Three, basically. Uh
0: so it was the ubisoft thing before ubisoft kind of it was
2: the bethesda kind of yeah uh and cyberpunk isn't like that different than that i mean it it does a bunch of other things too but it's it plays it feels much more like that format i would say conceptually and mechanically
1: it is a lot like that i give you that completely it just it rises above it in terms of like you know actual writing quality characters delivery performance all that kind of stuff yeah
2: it has you know 15 years to to build on this formula uh, you will not have. There's. I can see where one can be intimidated by Disco Elysium because there is no game really like. It. No, um, it takes a lot of cues from uh, very old like Ultima, Age RPGs. But you know, there's no Damn, there's no not, combat. No. Uh, gear is like not really. The RPGs sort of crunchiness is more pen and paper than anything else. And mm. you spend a lot of time like. thinking, talking, and reasoning, but to yourself and the twenty different voices in your head who are all trying to pull you in a different directions.
3: Uh, one
2: interaction can be an hour because all of these things are trying to interact with it as well. So yeah, that is closest, an intimidating thing.
1: Yeah, the closest analog is probably something like Planescape Torment, or even something like you know Dreamfall or whatever.
2: Yeah, that's that. I think Torment's a good. Uh, Analogy, because it lives in the same place,
0: Chris. I you had to do that to me, didn't you? Knowing never that I've let t- you down, let you yeah, uh, yeah. live
1: that down. It's like I get it. I, like Baldur's Gate is one of yeah. your favorite games. I get it. But you've I gotta, should play. You gotta though. play the other side of the coin. That's true. Because that's a oh, coin you've never I flip played. Ev- uh. I, flip
0: I, yeah, this I have coin it installed. i It's another. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what do I like I,
1: better today? Where does the coin land? Oh, I'm feeling Planescape
0: today. Flip, Boulder's yeah. Gate today. Flip, Planescape. Yeah, Same yeah. It is, that is another one. Yeah, I should probably play Torment first before I play.
2: Yeah, gameplay, I think that is, for someone who is like, Boulder's Gate 2 is my favorite video game ever, you should probably play Planescape. You have to. Yeah, yeah. The Particularly- there's strengths and
1: preferences for, for either, like pros and cons, but both are absolutely worth your time. <clears throat>
2: Yeah. I will call the police God. if you don't.
0: <laughs> Damn it. Okay, well, now I have to.
2: No, you right. don't have to. Revolve. You
0: could just fuck around and find out. Yeah, if you that want the police door, you you just
2: do whatever you want, I guess.
0: But. That is true. That is true. But I have, I have a long-term, uh, let's say, pointed, profound dislike for the police. So oh. maybe I'll just play the game that might, you know... That, that might usurp my favorite game of all time because I have heard. Oh, hey. I won't make. Bella, Bella Scott 17 has followed. Thank you so much. And said, hey, mate, in chat. Hello. I hope you're doing well. How are you doing on this fine evening? Assuming it is even an evening for you because. It could be a morning. Our very own. Yeah. Our very own uh, our very own Chris Cornelis over there. It's his morning. That's morning so sunlight
1: behind me, behind the curtains.
0: It is indeed, and this is evening, this is sunset creeping in through my window. Yeah, uh, too, right there. Bell has asked, how are you doing? I am doing quite well. I'm enjoying a nice, lively conversation on my many shortcomings and blind spots in uh, you know video game history with my friends, and uh, there's nothing like being exposed in public for, uh, for your shortcomings. I man never played Torment. To Hate to see you. To just make a good day into a great one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and ritualistically shaming in front of the whole internet. It's a good day.
0: It's true. You know that's that's just that's what it's all about when it comes down to the the end of the day. That's why also, we I'm enjoying. Podcasts. Mm. It's, it is true. Also, I'm enjoying a nice Moscow Mule uh, with. God, I want to say like four and a half ounces of of uh, vodka in it. So.
3: <laughs>
0: ending ending the night strong. I'm saving the night
1: for next week. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true it's true there's 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 no reason uh that this can't just keep going and continue from here like
2: four ounces of vodka and a maski Mule. that's that's the start line not the finish line
0: that is fair that's that the is warm fair. up you
2: yeah to run the race my dude they we're stretching here
0: yeah well I mean it's like I'm 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 home you know and I'm just like I'm vibing with my friends on the internet but uh You know i did just have see the problem with this is i'm having i'm having what i would call a relatively powerful drink and what i had for dinner was a chicken burger with lettuce wraps on it so i got nothing to absorb this so it's probably going to hit me pretty quick but anyways why don't you have why don't you have any art stuff for your channel yet well we did have art, so, so uh, longtime listeners will also know that we used to stream this on at Platformers Pod on Twitch, but then we moved to my personal one because we've totally changed over the cast. Uh, now we've got new co-hosts and all that sort of stuff, so I figured, why not just do it on my personal channel? So I have fewer things to manage. Um. Yeah, yeah, it was a hostile takeover. All-
1: Brian who absorbed everything. It's all his now
0: it was true it was true yeah we should have all of that stuff but i don't yet and i need to commission an artist to uh to make some stuff for it you should but,
2: have art you, know. you should play torment
0: there, look the look, to-do list grows if, longer every moment i hope you're talk. writing this down if anything this show and this stream should be a uh should be- it's just a monument to all of my sins. Mm-hmm. Basically. <laughs> Finally. Finally. I'm being taken to task. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Well, in that case, you should definitely play Torment, because, uh, it's very fitting. It is, it is. That- I should, I should, uh, subject myself to that. You game you should
2: true. play, also. Not before Torment. <laughs> Tyranny.
0: Okay. I have He's played, played tyranny. That one.
1: We've talked about
0: there that. There we one. go.
2: Tyranny is like tyranny the is step excellent. between, like Boulder's Gate and Torment.
0: It's it, Now you get it, to take the so full underrated. step in
2: Torment. I think it, it came out. Yep. it came out at a bad time. It came out it like came right before President time. Trump yeah. was elected, and everybody, nobody was feeling playing the like that literal tyrant and fascists. It was a bad time in 2016 to play tyranny. 2017 yeah, no though, yeah, no great wrong. time to play tyranny.
1: Yeah, I think um, I think Perception on that one did get better. I think, I don't know, it kind of didn't get the marketing push that obviously Pillars of Eternity did because it wasn't, you know, Kickstarter-backed, you know, a massive blowout success and reigniting the whole, you know, second wave of like, hey, we're going to revive these old genres that people aren't making games for. Uh, here's us, you know, Obsidian, wanting to make a classic RPG. Here's Pillars of Eternity. Did well, is good, and then... Yeah, and then it's like, yep, cool. We're making that. We're making the sequel. Uh, by the way, here's tyranny just kind of, yeah, out in, of in
2: between pillars and pillars two is this other little thing we were doing.
1: Same the, engine, the same strangest game you But yeah,
2: but much much different.
1: But I think better for it. Just it's shorter. It's more focused. It is, and it's one of those with games really interesting concepts. With, more with so
2: like endings that are. Like completely different. You can play through that game completely differently multiple times, mm-hmm. and have four different, like completely different experiences playing that game. Where this is not true with a lot of games with multiple endings. Um,
1: there, yeah. it, there's so much. The endings branch off practically from the first hour,
2: right? And there's so much, so many uh, important, like super valuable, uh, very, very, very like impactful decisions you make almost all the time. Like, that person you think will remember you, if they're still alive, they absolutely will. Uh, if you're hmm. if you're ignoring the the creeds of the people who, uh, are, that you answer to for whatever reason, you're not responsible for that thing that you let go. And they will hold you responsible until you figure it out. Uh, hmm. And that, that will last longer than you think it will. And a whole bunch of... The, that, that game is very much like a, every time I... I've, I've only played it like two and a half times now, but every time
1: I play it, it's like... A I owe it another one, for sure.
2: Uh, you learn so much about it every time.
1: Hmm. Well, if Baldur's Gate 3 wasn't this week... Yeah, if it wasn't literally... It's if you weren't really playing week. Baldur's Gate right now. Yeah. I've been playing Early Access for three years, but it's out this week.
0: Yeah, it's so funny, because it's like, I, I, I went to... You know, uh, people know, like, I have a backlog that I you know, that I enjoy like keeping up to date. And like, I was like, Oh, I'm starting Baldur's Gate three today. Let me go ahead and update this. You know, my log dates on backlogged and I searched for it and it said Baldur's Gate three parentheses 2020. And I'm like, that's not right. (laughs) Like it's, it's 2023. It's It's coming out right now. Like, what are you talking about? But yeah.
1: Yeah. No, we've had act one or some of act one who knows for, you know, yeah. Three years. It's 2020. And it has been added. It has had nine massive updates, and they've done some things I liked. They've done some things I didn't like. They fixed a lot of the things I didn't
0: like after the fact. I'm so keen. <laughs> yeah. I am so. And who and who knows? Maybe some people, if they work really, really hard, they'll be able to finish Act One before the embargo lifts.
2: Sike!
4: <laughs> my Baldur's Gate 3 experience was uh, getting access to it on the Google Stadia press account. And <laughs> my deepest condolences. Not actually getting around to starting it before the service shut down. Well you missed the boat on that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: That's okay, so did Stadia. <laughs> Yes, my, sure did.
4: My ownership of Baldur's Gate 3 disappeared into the mist.
2: Imagine well, launching Baldur's Gate on
4: Stadia.
0: What, yeah, what a stupid sentence is... in
2: 2019 to say.
0: It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Stadia, I, w- I was like man.
4: the only person in the press actually using Stadia like for fun. Were you really? I, I must have been nobody else. I know um, Trevor Starkey uh, used to
2: do uh, some news for IGN, uh, Mm. runs a site with um, Logan Wilkinson uh, called uh, That uh, Nerdy Gamer. He Mm. is the only other person I've ever seen, like, casually play Stadia. Wow. Like just yeah, Feet I, up in bed, just kind of just play it. Like, wow. what are you doing playing Stadia?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I played Stadia before I knew what it was. So I was in one of that, like the, the pool of people who was playing it um, before it came out when they were like, hey, we're testing a new streaming service. And if you and if you test it out for like at least an hour or whatever, we'll just give you a copy of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. and I was like oh okay like why not and so I tried it out on my laptop and I was like wow this is actually pretty good and then you know I got a uh, I got a uh, you know the thing afterwards and then uh, you know of course as everybody knows I played through Assassin's Creed Odyssey until the point where they're like hey you can't play the story anymore you need to go do some side stuff and I'm like how much side stuff I'm not gonna do that all of the side stuff you just gave me a huge story hook, and I want to see where it goes. And then I just quit playing the game. So, there you go. There you have it, guys. The tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise.
4: All right. Yeah, I
2: that's that's the story he was gonna tell uh, young Anakin about getting true. to level thirty in Odyssey <laughs> and having to now go ride some, do some islands,
3: do some side quests.
0: <laughs> Until it's he got to level forty five, so that he could get on
1: a boat and go to another city. Is it possible to learn this power? Not from a
4: Templar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Incredible.
0: Yeah. Anyways, anyways, this is indeed a video games podcast, and occasionally we do talk about games. Um, so we've got a, a big topic tonight that I believe. Most of us, if not all of us, have touched. Uh Chris, have you played Double Dragon at all? No, I haven't.
1: Um, I'm Okay, I'm the uh the odd one out listening for the uh the peanut gallery who hasn't played it. So
0: please. Yeah. And, and 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 uh and uh Will was not able to make it, but I'm sure that he will give his thoughts on this the next time he was able to be on. Uh something last minute came up so he was not able to make it, so uh but we played it and uh Lucas and Jarrett played it and Jarrett reviewed the game for a little site called IGN.com.
2: Never Imagine Games so, Network.
0: Imagine Games oh,
2: Network. That one. man
0: okay. and the deep lore. Full of indeed
2: people who absolutely agreed with my opinion, one hundred percent.
0: Hey, it's only natural, right? Mm-hmm. If I've learned anything in my many years in this industry it is that comment sections are unified in support. Of the writer and just giving them their plaudits and all of that it's just it's, it's beautiful. isn't it so edifying to be in the industry and just experience this level just, of just they, unprecedented support they Trust your
2: expertise mm-hmm. that you spent time attempting that you're not you don't want the worst for the stage you spent 20 hours playing more hours than they'll probably spend playing it playing it in ways'll they mm-hmm. never play it to, to, if, to they, if they play it, it at all way, if they play it at all if they even mm-hmm. read the review at all. Really, they just yeah. saw a number like, I don't like that. And then into the comments, like, yeah. I dare. And I am, not, I am enough. not a big comment reader myself.
3: Uh, mm.
0: We actually just had a con- like. There was a conversation going on in a, in a Discord that we're all a member of uh, about this very topic. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, don't read the comments.
0: If you're, if you're a
2: writer and this is a thing you want to do or a thing you're doing already and you're trying to like, you might find yourself in a place with more traffic, with a comment section. With a forum or something, uh, and you're thinking, how how do I, you know, try to take my connect to a reader more directly after I write, Spend a lot of time writing a thing, uh, and, you, and you're fixing yourself to go. You know what? I'm gonna uh, six hours after publishing, I'm gonna scroll down and see what see what they gotta say in the comments. Don't do that. Do something else. Go home. Okay.
4: Sometimes you shot. know I just feel a little. Take, a nice. like,
2: take, take like a ten-fifty-minute walk to yeah. your local. I, I'm in the northeast, so Wawa. Get yourself a little. Hope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're gonna have a way yeah. better time than reading the guide. Get
3: yourself outfits. a
0: bref- breakfast egg sandwich. Hell yeah!
4: Sometimes I just I am the bored and, and feel like a feel like a scrap, you know. And I'll, I'll go in the comments, just looking for a fight. Because that's what my brain decided needed to happen, not a great idea, but you know it's entertaining yeah,
1: alternatively to the other, and similar to what you're saying here um if yeah yeah if you <laughs> if you're ready for it, and you find it utterly hilarious to see the horrible takes or the most cringy, cringy, dumb comments. I frame that shit. I print that (laughs) shit out and frame it and put it on my wall if I could. Some of those comments are so hilarious, I can quote them. Bad punctuation and all. And it warms my heart.
2: Some are okay. Some are okay. I broke my own rule with the last review I did at IGN um, for AEW Fight Forever a Wrestling video game, the first non WWE wrestling video game for a company that isn't the WWE yeah, since the TNA Believe game, maybe not, basically, yeah, <laughs> uh, in 2008 or whatever. Um, and being a long time member of the internet wrestling community, I feel a pull towards negativity when it comes to wrestling specifically, so I couldn't. Completely avoid the siren song of seeing what kind of toxic nonsense
4: is going to go on in the comments,
2: <laughs> and I was right every time.
4: That's an important part of the wrestling experience.
2: Yeah, you can't you can't play a wrestling game or watch a wrestling on TV or pay a little money to see it live without then seeing what everybody else thinks about you doing so, because that's the real experience. Exactly, uh, that was fun, uh, and a greater reminder to myself to never do that again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's brutal. When, when I first got brought on to... At Nintendo, we didn't really have a very robust comment section, but when uh, Andrew Goldfarb and Jonathan Dornbush brought me on to the news uh, section at IGN, Dornbush was like, don't read the comments. Just don't do it. And despite his good advice can't help myself i have to do it and you just got to know sometimes I, yeah i i minds. do i think that i think that this is maybe a personal problem because i i really do want to be liked i want to be understood and so i kind of seek that out which you know hey maybe that is appear into my own soul maybe that's why i do this show Maybe that's why I talk, you know, with my friends about, about games deeply because I want to I wanna put my thoughts out there. I want to be understood. I want people to, you know, I want to find people who, you know, I, I don't really care if people agree with me. But I want to find people that I can talk to about things yeah. in a meaningful way. And one thing I will say is that comments are not the best place to go for meaningful discourse. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I had no. some, but typically no. Yeah, typic- typically not. One thing I will say is when I wrote the DNF dual character tier list for GameSpot, uh, I did have an interesting conversation with the one person who commented and critiqued my list and was like, yo, how could you put Crusader number one, Swift is obviously super busted, and I was like, yo, Crusader literally has an infinite right now. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> And we, but we had, we had like a good conversation about it. And I, I kind of, after the fact this person, and this is, this is a unicorn that I am describing. So do not hold out hope for this. But this person was like, wow, you're like really thoughtful. And you replied really considerately. I really appreciate that. Um, I definitely understand what you said and why you said it. And, uh, that's a unicorn. I, right? I hope you get to write a lot more because <laughs> I think that you are like a great journalist. I literally have that picture saved, like of that comment. Because like nice, nobody nice. does that. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. I've got a couple of that like that as well. It's like I saved the unicorns and I saved the really good hate mail. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't get hate mail.
2: No one DMs me. No one sends me uh, emails crazy.
1: Like well, I don't get those anymore. But that, like, what I mean is just some of the comments that are just yeah, know, the comments are usually targeting ridiculous. at me. I'm like, that's that's the closest I'm going to get to hate mail. Hopefully, yeah, maybe knock on to. Yeah,
2: and like Twitter mentions, but like those are easy. I don't know. Is that I don't yeah. I don't write these I don't write these reviews to be in conversation.
3: Sure, the, the review yeah. is
2: the conversation. I, I sure if yeah. you don't like it, then. You are free to say you don't, but I can't. I can't be expected that 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 because I wrote a thing that was going to be published, you know, publicly, that I I then now owe someone an explanation about the thing, or everyone who who wants one an explanation about the thing. If you
0: want, if you sure, want to sure, sure, yeah, be yeah. in
2: conversation, why don't you write a review? Then there I'll read go. that. <laughs>
0: And, and and to be super clear, I'm not I'm not saying that 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 any review writer or any critic owes the 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 consumer of that criticism a conversation or a response or anything like that. I'm just saying that's what I like to do. Uh, and I'm not and saying that is, I don't want to yeah. treat
2: the person who reads a review, consumers or whoever readers, like they're like pariahs that I can't be bothered to be. To mingle with either because that's not true it's just i don't i know if i'm going to take just odds that a random username on twitter on the comment section in a twitch stream i don't know you so if the if my first interaction with you is you saying two sentences just wild nonsense then this <laughs> we we, are, we have no i have no responsibility to talk to you we need <laughs> them to talk about and uh you you lost your shot if that was what you wanted you lost it
0: Hey, you had, hey, Eminem once said if you had one shot. Yeah, start with a high. <laughs> let it slip. Maybe. <laughs>
2: high comma. Start
0: with that. Hey, nice review. Hey, I read I... this.
2: I don't agree. Great. Perfect. Great start.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: I promise I you, develop- I really the publisher you developer did not pay me. Did they did not pay IGN yeah. to pay me. I've never received a <laughs> check directly from a director from publisher to give them a score. They don't want me to do that either. They don't care. Yeah. Ironically, I would like them to. They should pay me. Yeah. If you're a developer or publisher listening, I am for sale. Pay me money. (laughs) I will give your game a 10. I will write (laughs) 2,000 words about how great it is.
1: Easy. You need need to show up with that, though. I will write at the very start. By the way, I am paid for this review. This is a thing. This is is hashtag ad. I'm putting all this in, uh, and then we go from there, but uh, you know. I'm open to suggestions in doing so.
2: <laughs> yeah, this,
3: the- hey,
0: hey, journalists have bills too, guys. All right. The studio was just starting soon. The actual review or the ad. Just yeah, you don't care. The You're going go, to you you go, go to Metacritic. To that,
1: yeah, yeah, no one cares.
0: Don't you see the 77 times in the, in the the in the margins of this piece that I put ad and promoted over here? Like, come on, guys. Pay attention. Pay attention. Catch up.
2: Playing your game with a smile on my face in the in the side border.
0: They've got you. You're the. Was her name Karen? The person who was on the roof in the Switch ad in the first Switch ad? She showed up to the party. I know. I forget what her name was.
4: We all
2: called her Karen. I don't know if she was actually Karen. Okay. We just casted her as Karen.
0: We just impact. decided, the people decided <laughs> that she was Karen. Whatever her birth name was, it does not matter. Yeah. We dubbed her Karen. That's her new name. But yeah, like, Jarrett's just out there like. That can be me. Like, the, like what, is, what is it, the, the Jeep scene in, uh, in uh, Zoolander? Where yeah. they're just like happy
2: <laughs> and. I will have a gasoline fight <laughs> over your game if the check is right. For sure.
1: R.I.P. <laughs> uh, Jarrett died in a freak gasoline fight accident. <laughs> Who could have, could have expected? Nobody.
0: Nobody. What a great way to go. Died. Died in a freak gasoline fight accident. God damn so, it! This is amazing. So this in amazing. conclusion, Double Dragon's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. So let's. <laughs> So I definitely have my thoughts. I've talked a little bit about that uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think it was two episodes ago. I talked about my, my thoughts in the, like, my preview thoughts of uh, Double Dragon Gaiden, and I've got my own stuff and all that sort of stuff. Oh, wait. Oh, here we go. Jum in the chat says, that's the new top rating. This game is Gasoline Fight Good. So now we've got two awards that the platformers can give out. We've got the Catch the Feet, the Coveted, Coveted catch the fever award and now we've got the gasoline fight good award there we go so,
2: I, I, a gift that keeps on giving
0: you heard it here first guys solid alliteration. yeah so so i shared my thoughts on uh on the preview build um uh lucas and Jarrett, because uh our listeners and viewers have not heard your thoughts yet i want to start with you guys um, Jarrett, since you did it for IGN, I, I am, I am curious to know because your review is already out there. Actually, Lucas's is, is as well, but I want to get into that. I'll throw it to you, Lucas, uh, afterwards, but Jarrett, I want to throw it to you for like, uh, however long a summary as you want to do, uh, le- let us hear, uh, what you think.
2: It's interesting because I did the preview and the review at IGN, which is, uh, the first time I've done that.
0: And this is the first time. I don't think that's super common to have somebody do both.
2: It's not necessarily. Um, this is more uncommon. I got the code for the game like a month in advance to do the preview. Same. But it was the whole yeah, game. Yeah, same. Yeah, it so, was wild how much time we had. <laughs> I was like, wow, this game, I can beat this game in an hour, but I got this game like a month
0: in yeah. advance. Shout out to them. Not to throw anybody under the bus, but getting a review code for a game that is maybe nearly 200 hours long four days before it comes out versus getting a code for a game. That's like maybe a couple of hours long, like a month ahead of time. Like I, I please, 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 please developers and PR people, please send us codes with sufficient time to play a game at our own pace. And they moved that game up review, move it up a month. They did. They said, fuck you specifically, Brian. Yes, they did. They did. They said, fuck me specifically. And I was like, me? What did I do to you? <laughs> and, and they're said, like, yes, we... You. And they said, yes, you specifically. We know what you said about Divinity Original Sin 2. We were watching. And I was oh, like, man. damn it. Okay, fine. All right, I probably deserve this. Hilarion spies. They know. Yeah, they know. They know.
2: But anyways, back to what you were saying. Um, And a little behind the curtain stuff, the embargo said, like, you only play a certain amount of this game for the preview. Uh. You get, like, a time limit or something. There is no way to know what that time limit is. Wasn't well, it, like, the... It's, like, yeah. 90 minutes, maybe, or something like that?
0: Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was going to say. But it's not like
2: the game turns off in 90 minutes. It's just, like, you yeah. just to time yourself, I guess, and after 90 minutes, you can't play anymore. Um, so if you're
0: godlike, it's like, oh, I got okay. to the final
2: boss the first time I played in the preview. Wow. And then, really? then I didn't get back for, like, two weeks after that. <laughs> <But the> fir- <laughs> wow, my first yeah. run, I got to him. And I was like, well, we what? had
0: very different experiences. And I was like, well, how the fuck? What do I show? <laughs> this is the whole
2: game. I did it in an hour. It's under 90 minutes. What yeah. do I do? Um, but I played as I just played one run and I was like, this is what I'm going the preview. Which was an interesting thing to do because I, it's a lot of me speculating about a thing that's right there and the answering the questions that I'm going to ask about this game. Or I can, I can, I'm giving this game some space uh, to surprise me or giving this game the benefits of some doubts even though I could just answer these questions right now by playing again. It,
0: it. It might be worthwhile for people who are unaware what the difference is between a preview and a review for a major site like IGN.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I think people approach them differently. There, there's, yeah. there's no real style guide for it, but it, it's kind of like a, I know for me personally, I, I try not to make any conclusive yay yeah, or nay? This this good? This bad about a game that I'm previewing? Mm-hmm. Um, especially if it's early, because all these things can change, and they probably will. Uh, I tried to keep the conversation around the thing that the most base part of the thing I'm doing. So, if, uh, for example, maybe Double Dragons, probably not a great example. Maybe there's a game. That was I think it's in early access now. I did a preview for it called rip out Rip out is a doom like game, but the gimmick is it's like a little bit roguelike um but like the aliens you're fighting have like appendages that you could take off of them and like equip to yourself mm. um, but you can only the preview i I did is like one or two missions and like the same map, so there's not a lot to. You're not seeing a lot of variety, but you are seeing what this game is trying to promise, which is the, the runs are procedurally generated. You're going to do a lot of hot swapping weapons on the fly. Um, the weapons you're going to be playing with are are a little bit contemporary. You're going to have your shotgun, your your, your assault rifle, all very spacey. Um, but they're going to try to subvert that in other ways, like the monster arm. You're going to not a lot of ammo. So you're going to have to adapt to the weapons you'll find. You're not going to find a whole lot of shootgun weapons you might find a whole lot of pieces of other aliens that become part of your weapons um,
0: so kind of halo in that way where right. it's just like yeah you're not going to always have ammo for the gun you want but there's going to be something around that you can use right. so i can't
2: speak to the variety of the of the guns i can't really speak to um how dynamic their missions are going to be because i'm only playing one um the, the enemy variety i can't really speak to either. But that main loop of going into the ship, I have a couple of objectives that are going to progressively keep me deeper and deeper, and then I got to get out before I die. That's like the the thing I have to talk about. Um, that's way different than playing. Let's say I was going to review that game now. Whatever I am hypothetically getting a full release build of this thing, so everything that's in it is intentionally there. And if it's not, if something's missing or broken, that's either you know something you can try to make them aware of or that's a mistake. Well, they may or, already
1: know and there's a day one patch they'll usually right. have it in a review guide. But I what's
2: in this game content things. wise is what's going to come out and that's what they wanted to come out after Yeah.
1: Then
2: it's more decisive. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Does X, Y, and Z feel good? Does this feel repetitive? Does it feel like the game I've played before? Is it doing anything new or interesting? Or is it not doing anything new or interesting but at least it's doing this re- like, derivative thing well? et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's a different, it's a more analytical process when you're reviewing. In preview, you're like, I'm playing this thing. I can see where it's going. I don't want to say it's there yet or not. Very rarely do I play a a preview game. It's like, this game isn't it. Uh, and I don't know if it's ever going to be it.
1: We can make yeah. snap judgment calls, basically.
2: Right. I don't, I, you never want to put, I never want to be a person telling you not to play a thing based on a, a build of a game like, a year before that game will release. Like, that's still in development. That's They're still a, figuring yeah. this out. Mm. Um, yeah, for Double Dragon though. Previews are, though, previews are about like,
0: yeah, yeah. It's 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 different. It's happened to me a couple of times where like I'll be doing a preview of a game and it's literally the whole game. Mm. Like that was the case when I wrote the Humanity preview for IGN. It was just like, well, I just have the whole game already, but I'm only responsible for a preview. So it's about to me at least, and obviously like this is this is a thing. Uh, this is one reason why it's really important to find reviewers uh, and critics that vibe with your way of looking at things. Each person has their own philosophy that guides them in how they do these sorts of things. So for me, previews are about giving benefit of the doubt, giving grace, and looking at what this game could be, understanding that, like Jarrett said, a lot of things can change between here and launch. Well, depending on... How early you get the preview right Sometimes when you get the full version, you know then like as we were talking about for for humanity for me and then for all of us with Double Dragon, um, you already have the full version and so it's probably not going to change unless there's a day one patch which are common but in games like this where it's a beat'em up, it's fairly straightforward like it's it's I in my experience it's fairly unlikely that you're going to get a day one patch for something like this. Whereas it's, it's a bigger game or, you know, something like Baldur's Gate, something like, you know, whatever, some AAA release, like you're going to get that day one patch. And that could change a whole wide swath of things. And so you need to kind of couch your thoughts accordingly beforehand to account for that sort of a thing. So that's, that's one reason why, like, I don't know about other sites, but for IGN, like, the idea is, like, if you have hangups, like, those might get fixed, so like, don't like super dwell on those, you know? Yeah, it's
2: it, the technical stuff is the stuff that I try not to go too ham on because of the fact that you know, a sprite wasn't where I thought it should be when I hit the button to talk to a guy, I'm talking to an empty space because the guy walked away, like, that's probably a thing that's going to be fixed. Um, yeah, I'm I'm in a playing an embargo game currently that is in the process of being fixed that I can't actually continue playing it until it is. So, the the, the levels in which, uh, the development is a slippery slope and you try to, the more you review games, I think, and like, review them at a particular level where you have to have like a real relationship with like, how the and developer. It's easy to just kind of like pick up a thing and treat it however you want. And then treat the, the thing you write about it however you want. But, as a person who like learned that like I'm I after you you know, you meet these people, you're like I don't really just need to go ham and write fifteen hundred words about how a thing completely sucked. Like how is that Yeah constructive? Am I doing anything for anyone? Am I doing anything for me? Is this just
1: like a cathartic thing or like am I trying to speak to Would some people like it? Thing? Would some not? What Yeah, some people yeah,
2: love a dunk know. fest and like I mean I've read plenty that I'm like, yeah, this is this is like exactly the the, the little reptile brain in my head needed <laughs> this game to be chewed up and spit out, but like I don't like being that person. I especially don't like after you know ten ish years of doing it, meeting these people who are just regular people trying to get their goddamn game out. And
3: make it yeah, work. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you know, you try to give them benefit of doubt. I try also not to be prescriptive. I don't want to tell you how this how I wish you did the thing. If you did right. if you did X and I wanted to do I I would have rather you done Y. It's really not my business. Like. <laughs> you made yeah. you made x i just need to tell you if x works if i i can tell you if i liked x or don't like x yeah but me telling you should it why is not i'm not a developer but yeah i play a lot of games you know i've seen i seen a lot of design like just by playing games and critiquing them but i'm not a designer I, i'm not gonna pretend i'm not gonna i'm not gonna enter the conversation like, like i am one to try to tell a designer that i can design it they are very that's, that's, different skill sets yet. yeah i'm not gonna do that. yeah though. um which is a thing I, I really had to avoid at this game and Double Dragon because Double Dragon is uh, a revival of. I mean, there's been a revival of the beat em up for the past couple of years.
4: Yeah. Um, there's been like a few. It's like been an up and down thing since. Yeah, like I feel like, you know, every. <laughs> I think since
2: 2019, maybe, we've been like. The beat em ups have been coming back.
0: You like know what's that. crazy? I think we've covered <laughs> literally, I think I have covered literally every single one of them for the show.
2: Maybe like, we yeah, had Streets of Rage 4. We had
0: Streets of Rage 4, we had TMNT Shredder's Revenge, and now we've got Double Dragon Gaiden.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think Two, and two Souls or uh, uh, Lost Souls were in, the, in there somewhere. River City Girls was last year.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I covered that one as well. I did not cover River, River City Girls or River City Girls 2. River City but Girls I heard
2: 2, I reviewed for IGN as well last year. And totally. I played River City Girls 1 <clears throat> two years before that, whenever that game came out. Um, so we're, like, in the thick of bringing beat-em-ups. Yeah. And
0: and they're basically all great. Like They're,
2: they're all at least good, them. and I think this, that's no different for this. Um, yeah. Especially since the, the last Double Dragon game with Double Dragon 4, which was, like, attempting to be a Super Nintendo game again. Yeah. Uh, which was an interesting call to make in 2018 or... I forget when that game came out, but it was like, yeah, we've seen enough where like the aesthetic doesn't work and the design doesn't work. So why are we doing this specifically? Um, But,
0: and then it was followed by like a bunch of things that are like, Hey, we're going to do kind of the shovel knight thing where it's like, this is how you remember the super Nintendo games, but it's not actually how they played. It's got a lot of modern conveniences, you know, with streets of rage. Right. Streets of rage has
2: like, you know, lots of links, lots of big, big combos Rhythm um, yeah. City Girls turned to an RPG, RB- is an RPG, really. Um, TMNT is is exactly like, this is not Turtles in Time, but it's how you remember Turtles in Time.
0: Yeah, um, exactly.
2: There's such a value in modernizing, and I think the take Double Dragon Gaiden has on attempting to do that is interesting. It's a roguelike, for, uh, which is its biggest sort of like maybe tied for its biggest sort of mechanical difference from, A, games in its series prior, but, B, its contemporaries, where every yeah. run is different a little bit because of these choices yeah. you make at the end of every scene or boss or whatever. Um, and the tag team sort of mechanic is something you're not going to see anywhere else either. So, like, attempting to stand out mechanically first, because if you're if you're putting your IP up against the other big beat-em-ups here, you're not being Teenage Mutant Turtles, obviously. Um, how many people like really connect Billy? Like, really have yeah. solid memories of like, that's my guy. Uh, I mean, I know there's some abobo sickos. Uh, yeah, but the people love abobo. People love the abobo, but like, they don't have the cachet uh, for nostalgia like all these other brands did that already right. came out. Already.
0: I think part of the 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 disadvantage that Double Dragon and Streets of Rage have that TMNT does not have is that Streets of Rage and Double Dragon are not, like, transcending media. Like, TMNT is everywhere. I literally just wrote a thing. Like, there's, there's an IGN Plus or IGN Rewards giveaway, sweepstakes that's going on, for four uh, Xbox controllers that are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle-themed that have fucking pizza scents that come out of them like it's ridiculous like there's there's no that nobody is doing that for du- a double dragon xbox controller that smells like billy yeah know, like, after like, he gets into <laughs> a fight it's like, like
1: hits you in the face of a nunchuck when you die you know yeah billy and yeah. jimmy
2: are not ryu and ken right like nobody cares no. about
1: these dudes. no
2: uh,
0: they're not even soul and kai
2: no like I, and the, it's one of those things even even Ninja Turtles have been around, what, 40 years? They've been everywhere in much that. different iterations, but are always recognizable as the Turtles. Mm-hmm. So, Double Dragon's been a bunch of places, too. And they look different from each other everywhere they go. Like, the Double yeah. Dragon movie looks nothing like Double Dragon game. It's just nothing like Double Dragon cartoon. Like, Shadow Lord is not in the movie. <laughs> he's not in these games.
3: Yeah,
2: like, He's just a the guy they made for the cartoon. Uh, he's not in this game. There's no reference to it. Uh, it's like you have such room, nobody knows what this is so you can make an identity for it yeah. and I think like using the mechanics to make that first impression strong to start the process of that like, identity making thing is like a really uh, wise move uh, on this part because if I remember anything about this game, it's the roguelike and the tag team that there's 14 characters and they all feel different, like very different. And yeah, mag- Mixing and matching them is necessary. Um, the fact that progress is your progress changes depending on the order in which you tackle bosses. The, the, the levels. I really want to talk longer. about
0: that. That's really cool. Like these
2: are these are mechanical. I I can't remember specific mechanical things about Streets of Rage Four in that way. I remember how it looks. Yeah. I remember particular characters. That are but I don't remember playing that game. Is like I will punch my way through this game. There's nothing else to think yeah. about here. Um, River City Girls is a bit more uh, dynamic than that, and, and Ninja Turtles isn't really either. It's just like I will punch everyone all my way to the end of this game as turtles.
3: Like, yeah,
0: that's the bit. Like, what color is
1: your headband? That's the main. Yeah, that
0: headband. that is the me- that is the mechanic, and I think I have the bow staff, so I can attack the boss from here while nobody else can.
2: Right, Raph's just gonna die again because he has to get super super close, and it's not gonna work for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, don't, like knowing. I mean, being self-aware that like no one knows really this. The people who who know know, but like that's not a lot of people. So make try to figure out another way to stand out, and this is like a, the strongest way to do so, and then that is like the smartest way to do so. This is what this game should be going forward, in my opinion. Whenever if, they, if, they, if the sequel happens, triple down on this, because this yeah. you can you can make this feel better. You can make this feel more. You know, you can fix all the hang-ups, all the problems I had with it, all the problems that might exist in it, ob- objectively. But this is how you stand out.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think another interesting thing is, like, you know, we're, we were talking about, like, oh, Raph has to get up close, and, you know, Donnie can, can be far away. Like, that is also true here. You know, you've got characters with different movesets. You start with four characters, just like the Turtles. You know, and you have, you know, Marion, who can shoot people with a gun from across the screen, which is great, you know. You've got, uh, I want to say, like, we're talking about the characters not being Ryu and Ken. Is Jimmy the blonde, or is Jimmy the one with black hair?
2: I think Billy is black hair, and Jimmy is blonde hair.
0: Okay, um, I so Billy is more short-range, mm. Jimmy has longer range, and he deals more with kicks. Uh... You know, Whereas the other one deals with punches. And then there's Uncle Martin, who is a... Is it Uncle Martin? It's, it's like Uncle... M- it's Mateen. Man. Mateen, yeah. Mateen. Okay. He's, so he's like a grappler. Uh, and then Marion has a gun and a rocket launcher. And like a
2: mine. And like a <laughs> whip. Which like is out here.
0: Let me tell you, dear, dear listeners. I, u- I abused that rocket launcher, man. That is the best multi-kill thing like, not counting, like, unlockable characters, that is the best multi-kill thing in the game.
2: And the Kinoki uh, uh, are the... That this extended universe that has now crossed, like, 50 games. Like, this this new, uh, need to reinterpret Mary in multiple ways is hilarious to me. Like, Marion should be back. Yeah. There should be, there should be, there should be a Mary at Like... River City girls 2 Marion is very good and should exist but also Marion with that fang on her should also exist <laughs> and there's no reason they couldn't exist together
1: <laughs> tag team with yourself way there
4: forwards you Marion is just too perfect though Uh-oh. and like well, this
2: character so funny she's incredible it's like I, and I don't know if she's like objectively like high tier but it's oh, the first time you play her like this is ridiculous and all these characters are besides like the buttons they press all interact with the world different like not everybody can pick up like the jar the jars or the slot machines or the tables off the ground not everyone can yeah. pick up weapons that enemies use Not everybody has defense like there is no defense button there is no dodge button unless your character can dodge or defend like patine yeah. has a shield yeah. that he can charge with that also Gives him basically super armor against projectiles. So he can just charge through gunshots. Yeah, Where you couldn't do that with a Bobo. Who also can charge. But he doesn't have a shield. Um, just those little. you know, Mechanical flourishes. That really encourage. Playthroughs and repetition. Uh, doubly encouraged by the roguelike. Uh, elements. And triply encouraged by the fact that a run is pretty. It's longer than your normal. Roguelike run. But it's shorter than. Yeah any beat-em-up run you'll go through. Unless you're speed running. Like, you could probably beat Streets of Rage in under an hour if you played a bunch and, like, you know what you're doing. But,
0: but TMNT, yeah, but TMNT is pretty long, yeah. comparatively.
2: Right. You, like, that's a, that's yeah. a, you're, you're, that's at least two hours, I like, think, okay. when I was yeah. playing it for, like, regularly. Uh, it's just, and, like, I gave it a s- seven, I think, which is, I think, what Metacritic seven, also. I I think Metacritic also agrees, which is like rare for me. Usually, I'm pretty low. Metacritic's pretty high. I'm glad we could meet on the the minds here uh, with my
0: peers about you're, this game. Hey, you're representative now, man. You you've, you've mm-hmm. made it. There you go. Pretty
2: yeah, sure people like it when I'm so. on track. When I'm like a point or two lower to hate that. Uh, <laughs> <bait>. Clerk Descent. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> no, nah, it happens.
2: But yeah, I was very. Um, I don't love everything about it but i think it is memorable in a way that makes me feel confident that it stands out amongst his peers for sure
0: yeah yeah lucas uh you also reviewed this game i did so i want to hear what you think about it and i i think I don't know, maybe... So we've we've talked about a few of the ways in which it differentiates itself. And I talked about a few of the ways uh, in a previous episode for my preview as well. But I just want to refresh the listeners in case they did not check that uh, other episode. Uh, One other way in which it differentiates itself from other uh, brawlers, which I appreciated, was the multi-kill mechanic. So when you use a special move... Uh, I think it is only a special move I don't think you can do this normally it's only special. yeah when you defeat when you defeat multiple characters with a special move uh, it will uh, generate healing items for you so if you kill three enemies at once it will give you uh, a healing item that is a hot dog for 25 life if you defeat four enemies at once it'll give you a hamburger that is 50 life which is roughly half and if you kill five enemies at the same time it'll give you a turkey which is a hundred life, which is pretty much not for, I don't think this is for every character, but for most characters, I think that just fully fills you your whole life up. Um,
2: it's a hundred. Technically, most characters only have a hundred, but you can boost their HP higher with the, okay. with the buffs or
0: whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. With the, with the level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. You know, talking about that at the end of the levels, you can pay, with your currency for, like, different upgrades that will make your abilities better, that will give you, like, better stats, that will, you know, make it so that, oh, when you tag between your two characters, it will knock everybody down so that they'll have a safe knock-in so that they can't be comboed uh, and all that sort of stuff. Because there, there were a number of times when, particularly when I was on the last encounter in the game, uh, when, like, one of my characters would get hit and I would tag the other character in, but the character I tagged out was still getting comboed and would just die. and that is like really infuriating particularly when you are short on resources which is another thing that you use to buy your uh continues your continues get more and more expensive as you go on Um, so if you die early sometimes it might just be beneficial for you to quit and start over again whereas like if you get to the end and you basically haven't continued at all you can really grind against the last boss if you're having trouble now Personally, I did not buy all of the characters. I saw that there was one 50 uh, token character, and I was like, I'm just going to go for big air. And I just saved up until I got the 50 token one, and that's who I beat the game with. Mm. I used the 50 token character uh, and then Marion to beat the game. Uh, and as soon as I started using that particular character, I was like, oh, this character is like busted busted. Uh, and that was it Was it. that was it. Yeah. I was able to do it, but uh, yeah, I I am uh, I'm interested <coughs> to hear uh, you know with that kind of groundwork laid by you know by Jarrett and then you know that that previous context. I want to hear what uh, what you thought of the game and uh, what you said in your review, as well as anything else that you have to say about it.
4: Yeah, so where should I start? I I definitely come from it. As, like, a, a fan of brawlers, like, I, I like Double Dragon, I like River City, and have for a long time. Um, so, for me, it, it was a, there was a really big adjustment period to it, because it really doesn't play anything like a, a brawler normally does, like, at all. Um, one, of, one of the things that really stood out to me the most was just how, uh, how punitive it is for like anything you do, like the the whiff recovery on just about anything you do is really high. Um, you really have to like commit to what you're doing. Like if you run and you stop running, your character like skids to a to a halt and you'll just jumping too. Yeah. And like I'm pretty sure like anything you do you can also get hit out of no problem unless it's like you know, the shield charge uh, since I has the super armor but even then it's very vulnerable um, so a lot of the game to me felt like being really careful about what I was doing in a way that these kinds of games don't normally ask you to be hmm. um, especially combined with like the crowd control thing so it's 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 like the whole game is like maneuvering around the screen. In such a way that not only are you picking your like openings really carefully but you're also trying to do it so you get at least three guys together um uh, and of course like so many times in this fucking game it would be like here's two guys
3: <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> god that was that sucked so bad when i was on a on a boss fight and i was down to like just an absolute pitily amount of health and they're like, we're gonna send you a wave of guys It's two guys, and I'm like Son of a bit." okay Yeah. Okay. It's so like, we're just gonna wait until they add another guy Into the mix, and they're like, we're not doing that
4: Yeah, or, or like <laughs> We're doing it, but you have to like get to the edge Of the screen without getting your ass beat first <laughs> Yeah Um
0: And some of these customers are pretty tough
4: Yeah, yeah Um, it's interesting cause like In, in a lot of classic beat em ups Uh positioning is also really important but in like a different way because uh they're they're so heavy on like you gotta stick and move like you you punch the boss and then you immediately go up or down to get out of the way whatever it's going to do and you can answer it or like if if you're hitting a guy and there's another one behind you then you can stop and, and take care of what's behind you and and like get out of the way so it's it's like you taking advantage of how strict like the planes of movement are to stay safe whereas in this one it's like you're having to manage like the whole space um and and that was really fascinating to me um especially because like We've we've seen roguelike stuff in brawlers before, uh, like the, the, the Streets of Rage four DLC did something similar, but it was like way more procedural. It was like generating the levels and it was throwing in different traps and things and it was sort of like get used to whatever garbage is dumped in front of you. Whereas this one is more about like consistency and, and, and smart play and whatnot. Um, so a lot of it was me just like wrapping my head around it for a while um, and then and then I think I like kind of came to understand it and was like really interested in it uh, especially because like what you guys were talking about like the levels changing um, but then I felt like I was like getting it and enjoying it and then there was a point where it like kind of peaked and then the more I played like the less fun I started to have, because um, I, I think that like slower pace really works against it in a lot of ways, um, because it's so focused on that uh, core gameplay. I think it kind of like forgets to I think it forgets to kind of play around with itself like a lot of roguelikes do. So like the levels do change but not much. And then your what you're doing in the moment, like, never changes. Unless your characters are different. Um So when you're when you're playing a brawler and it's slow also punishing it's sort of like for me had this effect where it just started to like just like I felt that pace more and more and more I was just kind of (sighs) Uh, like going through the first half of the game and just like Even though you know, at this point, I've played a few times, so like I know what the different sections of levels are, and and then like you get to like the end of the third stage and to the final stage, and then like you just like get your ass beat in like ten seconds if you make a mistake,
0: Lucas. That's how you get your ass beat like that. Oh yeah, just like just a real pounding. So I got my ass beat. It's
4: more like this, like because you get juggled to death. That fifth world
2: that is just a bunch of dudes in black just come out.
0: Yeah, yeah. The ninja guys with like double weapons and they just fucking combo you and smash you against the walls.
2: Yeah. The sledgehammers just jump from
4: either side. Just oh my god, you. the
0: sledgehammer guys do not get me started on that.
4: And it's like, here's all the bosses at once and they can just do whatever they want. And they like, will. Yeah. Hope, they you will. Like, hope you like getting mixed. That's happening. It's like, oh, you, you've got a will. super meter. That's cute. We don't have one. <laughs> and here's what that feels like. Yeah, we just need this forever. Ca- yeah.
0: You know what's crazy is, is when you'll get... One of the most frustrating things is that it doesn't matter how much you're comboing somebody. They'll just be like, nope, you're not. And now I'm going to do my thing, and none of the stuff that you're doing matters.
2: That's the big and difference only- between this and like other beat-em-ups where this like hit stuff. At all. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're using specials. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. your normal attacks are not stopping these dudes. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: that, Like, not having the ability to stagger people can be a real problem, which it works on basic enemies, but when you get the bosses, it's like, ugh, it's rough. And so, particularly, like, when we had the rooftop fight against the the woman who had the sword, who was uh, yeah. summoning like cyclones and stuff like that, it's just like God damn! Oh, like, can I get a fucking hit in before I mean, you dodge out of the way fight. and counter with this cyclone attack? Like, yeah. Jesus Christ! I, and like,
2: I can't. You can't fight her last. I don't fight her last because her. No,
0: you. Yeah. And, and
4: the and the worst part is like the vertical, <laughs> the vertical movement thing like doesn't work in that game unless you really yeah. get out of the way. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be like, oh, I see this is coming and I'll just go up. Cause that's what my brain tells me to do. Cause I'm playing double dragon and, and I get yeah. hit anyway. <laughs> Jesus. Like, yeah. Like how am I supposed they to suck get you out of the into way. that stuff?
0: Yeah. It, I mean, uh, one, I mean, this has been a thing in streets of rage Four. this has been a thing in TMNT. This has been a thing in brawlers from since time immemorial is it's all about the vertical axis. Like yeah. you're going to approach people left to right always when you're trying to attack, but the way that you dodge isn't by backing up it's by moving up or down. But the problem is, is that a lot of the special attacks from enemies have like vertical hitboxes. So even if you try to dodge like vertically, like by going up or down, it's still gonna pull you back in. And that doesn't seem to be the case when I'm the one doing it. Which (laughs) gets into a real problem where it's like, wait a second. Like now there are, uh, there are exceptions to that. Like for example, when I'm using uh, the 50 token character, which is, I think, officially listed as question mark, question mark, question yeah. mark. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm using that character, the unknown character, uh, their shit just goes everywhere. And if, if there's a bunch of people all around me, doesn't matter, I'm going to hit them. Mm-hmm. And uh, their area effect on all their abilities is huge, which is why I felt so powerful when I was using them. It's just like, wow, like, I just, I don't have to worry about it. I have this huge ability that, like, attacks with lightning on all sides in this huge circle. Yeah. Um, You know, or I'll be able to shoot, like, a huge energy blast, like Sagat from Street Fighter, you know, just across the way and just plow into everybody. Like, it's, you know, but with, like, the base, you know, cast, that's not the case. Yeah, if you're playing you know, as Billy, his your,
4: fist is, like, that long. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The stumpy his, little straights. His, his, his DP,
0: leadership. yeah, his DP is very short, Yeah, you know, uh, with, I think it's Jimmy. Jimmy is the blonde one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so his, like, cyclone kick is great for catching people like that, but if you're doing, like, his lunging, like, dragon kick, mm-hmm. it doesn't hit anybody. Like, you know, and even if they're, like, right in front of you, but they're, like, just a fraction of an inch too far, it's not going to hit them. So it's it's it can be really aggravating when you're getting clipped by a bunch of, you know, boss abilities and stuff like that, but you're not able to do the same thing. And even if you do land a special ability, it's not going to stop them from just counterattacking while you're mid animation and just hit you for like half your health or and then juggle you into some other guys that are going to kill you.
2: You may hit them, but they recover so well that like. Yeah. All the work you did to get to that position to get your little special off and maybe even tag into another one won't matter because they they're gonna battle out of that and you're back at the, you're back to the same problems. Yeah, um, the game's like, as you go on, two. like the 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 end of that game, the difficulty spike is
4: ridiculous. It's insane. Yeah. It
0: is. Yeah, it's it's definitely like it, it is a very different game. The first, the first two levels to yeah. three levels, mm-hmm. then it is like. Cu- depending on and this is the thing depending on which stage you go to third level three can be not that bad or really heinous yeah and then level four is always tough and then the final area is really freaking hard oh man um which is definitely like my experience with the game but uh but yeah, it definitely got to the point where like, you know, we're talking about the, the tornado person. I definitely started just leaving the like army guy for last because I found him like pretty easy to take out. Like the, the helicopter fight.
4: Machine gun Willie.
0: <sighs> yeah. Whenever I, whenever I like r- figured out, like the first time I fought him, I was like, how the fuck do I do this? But yeah. once I actually figured out what you're supposed to do. I was like, "Oh, this guy's this guy's like pretty easy. Like, don't, I'm not gonna worry about this. I'll just leave this guy for last." And I took out like whichever one had I forget who it was, but the 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 person in I think they had red, who had like the dual weapons, mm-hmm. and they were like a mid stage boss on like I think, the Egyptian stage.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Chin Mai, I think. You can you can unlock yes. him too. Yeah,
0: that person I found really difficult there was one uh i i think it was like the first or second run i did i left them for like the mid boss on like either the last stage i did or the second to last one and i fought them with somebody else and i was like this is impossible like i don't understand how you're supposed to do this and then i was like all right we're gonna take these guys out quick
4: uh, Speaking of machine gun Willie, like the first time I fought him, when he brought the helicopter out, I spent so long just trying to figure out how to hit him. Yeah, because like to respect with what we're saying about like the vertical hitboxes, like he he just flies across uh, the back of the screen, and and shoots his machine gun down, and it's like if you want to hit it, like I was doing the, it turned out I was doing the right thing the whole time, but you have to be like on him to like yeah. hit him out meanwhile like you can't get out of the way of the machine gun fire in a way that makes like practical sense yeah
2: <laughs> you know they'll give up all your space on him. you'd have to run yeah. to the bottom of the screen and you'll never catch him. From there. exactly like the bullets your
0: dodgers are, are things like don't have invincibility
2: well some yeah. some have like an invincibility window like marion's has a window yeah. but like oh, it's okay. not okay it's not necessarily at startup. It's not at the ending either. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you, you, I tried
0: to dodge a lot of things, and I pretty much always just got hit.
2: Yeah, it's like the the, the two or three characters that can dodge are like, why? <laughs> it doesn't even yeah. matter. Yeah,
3: yeah. I think so it's very. Thing- I, it's
2: funny cause you, that you left Willie for last because I think I used to, him and, um, I think Okada. I used to I do first because I don't like the platforming in this game. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> as the, later on in their levels, the platform is pretty big. Yeah. Especially Okadas where or I think it's Okadas or Willy's where like they're in an apartment building and like the floors are all broken out, so you just gotta hop between door to door. Yeah, that sucks. I hate
0: that. Yeah, this is the one where you're like you're you're going into the area and then there's like a broken bridge or something and then you come back out and you have to jump across a bunch of gaps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's uh that's Willie's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mind that at all. I had one problem the first time I did it, but after that, I didn't have any problems. You know, when you go back into the room with a bunch of rats and stuff, and then you go into the elevator, to go to the roof.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, like, I I, I, I found that tricky at first, but I don't know what it was. Like, after the second time I got there, like, I was just like, oh, this is, like, pretty, I don't know, I just got into a rhythm, and I felt like that stage, unlike a lot of other ones, tended to give you, like, a lot of enemies, so it was really easy for me to keep my health topped off. So that was kind of the the thing where it was just like I had to I had to finagle it a little bit because in those multi-level mm-hmm. sections it would be like I'd have to wait for like the big fat guys to come to me with the other guys before I did like a big multi-hitting move to get my healing but once I actually was like okay I'm just going to kite these guys around until they all group up then like I didn't really have any problems other than the guys with the guns which do show up in those levels which was a little bit annoying but yeah, I yeah, that that was that was definitely um that was definitely not as bad of a problem uh to deal with for me as dealing with some of the other bosses. Like it the the bosses are really are really the the hang up point that I had, you know, uh with regards to like just the general difficulty of the game.
4: Yeah. It's just like there's there's so many ways that you're just, I think, underpowered or under-equipped to deal with just the uh, It feels like just like the basic combat scenarios. It just feels really lopsided. I guess is the best way to put it. It's like you have to you have to overcome so much for so little in return. So so little. Like I I think that was and I, I wish I. Maybe
2: reworded it a little bit, but like, you do all this, play this hard game, difficulty spikes crazy. You spend, you cash out, your gold turns into tokens that you can use to unlock in the token shop, <clears throat> which you use basically to unlock characters. But you can also spend it on like art and music and tips.
3: Tips. tips <laughs> like, was so Come on.
2: Uh, you can buy tips on how to play this game better, <laughs> which seems. I mean it's like one token per but like why am I buying I shouldn't have to purchase at all even with fake money like the the fun fact that my super bar is actually segmented I could spend it multiple times instead of just one time before it refreshes like that's kind of a thing I'd probably know by now A and B pressure just told me like I gotta earn tokens for you to tell me like very basic things about this game that seems fucking silly Especially since I'm not going to spend... There's no way in hell I'm spending tokens on tips before characters.
4: Right? No. Ever. No. Yeah, I even... I like art. I I love a good art gallery, but... I think... What what was the other one? Like, music? Yeah. And it's just like... There's no... Yeah.
2: Yeah, you just just, like like, sit in the music screen and do nothing, like turn it on. I guess in the background because you can't like turn it on during the game. You can't just listen to the tracks.
4: Yeah, so it's so weird. It's it's like the replay incentive part. I think just really gets fumbled. I don't know. Like like I feel like if there was, if you were doing more than just. Like making your stats go up uh, when you're picking upgrades. That so maybe maybe a lot of that could have been alleviated, but at the same time, it's double dragon. So like, what
2: what yeah. can you do? What can you do? And that's that's part of it. Like, <clears throat> because a lot of the, um, the little buffs you get between stages like aren't very interesting. Yeah,
4: like, at all. It's like more health, more meter, faster meter,
2: faster meter, or like if one of your partners are knocked out, then you get a strength buff or whatever, like these things that don't feel very impactful at all. Uh whatsoever, yeah. So you don't even know how to like stack them to make a gameplay effect. (laughs) So instead you just kind of pick the things you definitely know will work, like have more health or run faster or something like that. It's yeah,
4: Yeah. Like I definitely picked the
0: My go to's were like more damage or uh, less consumption of meter for like my most used abilities. That was right. kind of what I went for.
2: Usually I would like whatever the first ability buff I got is like the ability I will now use. And like I'll that's, oh, wow, that's the okay. thing I will
0: combo into. Mm-hmm. Try so it. As, try to let the game kind of guide. Prescriptive. Me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting, interesting. I definitely waited for the opportunity to lean into what I liked, but I think your way probably would have kind of steered me towards, like, embracing the roguelike nature of the game more I, than I actually did. I
2: think what I wanted to do is try to play it like I would play any other roguelike. Like, hmm. See the buffs as they come and try to, like, build, it's especially if you, if you if if you you pick stuff in modern roguelikes, the more you pick particular things, the more the game then kind of pushes you to pick more things like it. That's not really the case here. Like, you, you can't really, like, edge yourself into builds necessarily. Yeah, exactly. It's kind yeah. Of, it all feels random all the time. Uh which is unfortunate. But again, this is like this is one of those things where this double dragon guided two. Like these are these are things you learn to do a little better.
0: Yeah, I, I do think that we could potentially have a you know maybe not, you know, Street Fighter to Street Fighter Two glow up, but, you know, maybe something significant, you know? Because I, I I don't think that there are a lot of points of aggravation with this game. I think it's just a little stuff that could get smoothed out. And honestly, like, a lot of this stuff could... Well, some of this stuff could be taken care of in, like, a balance patch or something like that. Where they, like, eased up on the health of enemies, you know, on, like, stages 4 and 5 or something like that. Like, you, you could do something like that, but a lot of that could also be addressed with character selection or just balance or just tweaking mechanics in a sequel. And I am excited to see it. Like this is one thing that I, uh, actually the, the developers of double dragon commented on the, la- on my, the YouTube video, uh, episode of, of, uh, of the show. I think it was two episodes ago when we, when I did the preview and they were talking about how, you know, we had obviously compared it to other beat 'em ups and they had commented that their, their development team is actually really small. Mm-hmm and i think that that speaks a lot to their spirit and their talent because it this doesn't necessarily feel like it's operating on a different tier than those other beat em ups i don't think because i think that i think that you know like we've talked about previously they have cleverly differentiated themselves mm. with a couple of key differences that none of these other games have yeah so i think that that makes that kind of carves out a little space for them because like there's not that many people making beat-em-ups you know even with the couple that we've had and in, in the few recent years like each of them has their own flavor one is classic sega one is just like just general nostalgia with turtles you know and then river city girls are like you know new entries adding a new thing to a formula that we all love and then double dragon is like hey what if we brought back this thing that you love and enjoyed but we just did something different with it and I really appreciate that one other thing I think would be great with a potential sequel is uh, online multiplayer because right now it's only multiplayer locally which I think is a big miss which you know I understand the team is small like that is tackling online like infrastructure is difficult and I'm not you know I'm not just saying that's that's trivial but I think that having that sort of a thing is great for how we operate kind of as a society now, you know, yeah. a lot of us here play fighting games. Uh, oh, there we go. We got another notification. Captain Deathwish TV has followed us. Thank you so much. Welcome to the chat. Uh, in, in, in recent years, it has been a much bigger thing since the pandemic and everything to have rollback net code fighting games. Yeah. And there have been a couple of games that have released without it. And it really kind of hamstrings them on how big they can become because a lot of these communities are found online and being able to have that sort of a thing. And granted fighting games as niches, as they are, are still bigger than brawlers. I think.
4: Yeah, uh, oh, yeah definitely.
0: Sure. But at the same time, like it, it, uh, it, it is really easy, you know, with a game like, you know, Dodomo put out TMNT Shredder's Revenge. It's really easy to just kind of hop in, hop out with, uh, with multiplayer. And I think that would be really awesome with Double Dragon, particularly because of how differently it does things. I think that could be really fun. Um, you know, even if you, even if you didn't do simultaneous multiplayer, even if you did do kind of the tag out, you know, sort of a thing. You know now it just it came out recently that project l is going to have like four player multiplayer where you have tag team partners and you can tag to each other and you know obviously and fighting things combination different
1: thereof but, so somebody could be playing two characters and one could be one character on yeah two
0: yeah mm-hmm. exactly but uh i just i th- i think that is that is a really cool thing that i would have loved to be able to do because i know you know when all of us are covering this game beforehand, like, it would be really cool to jump in and fight together. Yeah, but, yeah,
4: definitely. It's,
2: yeah, I don't know. I get it. They're small. They can't do everything. This feels like a huge mess. Like, yeah. I can't imagine releasing a brawler beat-em-up that can't play online multiplayer. All the other ones can. And I can't yeah. imagine. Uh, it's, like, it's like, I couldn't imagine releasing a fighting game today that I couldn't play on. I, it's a in a for a fighting game, it'd be a death sentence. For a brawler, it's probably not. Uh, yeah, but it's like the, these these games have always been multiplayer games, mm. and the nature yeah. of multiplayer has changed in such a way so long ago that it, it feels weird when you have a game kind of miss such a big feature. Catch card the yeah.
1: these days is like a box feature bonus, as opposed to. What you do, kind right? Of, yeah. yeah, this isn't yeah.
2: twenty, you know, two thousand seven or eight. Like, like yeah. you have to be online now. It's like what you. It's. I, I can't see any other way. Um, and I think if this game, if if this game's legs were short for any reason, for any one reason, it's this.
3: Mm-hmm. Like the yeah.
2: best you're gonna get multiplayer-wise outside of you kind of unlock. Like you play ten hours of this game, you're probably unlocking all the characters anyway. If you really want the art, you can play some more. But like, it's really the incentive now for you is that you just want to play this game differently all the time. Yeah. Because otherwise, what else is there except multiplayer? And then Unless you have people in your house you can get them to your house to play with this game multiple, like, all the time. Like, the reason I played Shoots Rage 4 as long as I did is because I could drop in multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was not interested in beating that game 30 times by myself.
0: Yeah. I can't imagine. But it's a fun time when, yeah, when you're just throwing down with friends. Right. Yeah. And then, and then they added, you know, we're talking about, we're talking about, you know, roguelike stuff. We're talking about playing the game in a different format. Then they added the Mr. X nightmare DLC. And it's like, okay, now I can just go in and just go, Hey, right, I'm not even playing it stage based anymore.
2: Right. There's 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 that replayable incentive, single player incentive. Now, like you're playing a bunch of systems now and not like the game. As if it was laid out by some designer somewhere. You're playing Chance, you're playing Mechanics like the same reason people play any road Um And like this game has already started in that direction but I don't think the roguelike mechanics are so compelling that they keep coming back. Because the levels are the same. <laughs> if the levels were different, then maybe. Yeah. But, if, but if the, until that they've done they've only half-stepped to the roguelike world.
0: Yeah
2: you know, it's, I, I think I would probably rather see a sequel than DLC because I can't imagine DLC is going to change this game dramatically. Yeah, probably not.
0: I, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know what you would do with it.
2: Right, yeah, like besides more characters and like another stage, maybe. But like, I think no. you could save all that for a sequel.
0: But. Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. Of
2: course, you know, sales might determine that too. Like, I don't know how this game sold. I have no idea.
0: Yeah, I, don't, I Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that we know yet. It definitely feels a like bit too
4: early. an experiment. Like, I think the interesting thing is um, Double Dragon and uh, we'll call it River City. Uh, both of those IP were snatched up by Arc System Works a few years ago. Um,
0: yeah, it's true.
4: Yeah, because like, like neither, neither of these IPs have like homes, in a, in a way, or had homes for a while after, like, uh, Techno sort of went away. Um, and it's it's interesting to see how much, especially with, like, River City Girls, uh, the way Arxis has kind of, like, pushed the two brands together and like, a, a shared universe kind of thing. Um, but also like when you have all of that and like your River City Girls were just like it's got everything um, it makes sense that that did well and it makes sense that that's getting like plus the, it's way
1: forward and way forward and very good at what they do
4: yeah this is true so like it's cool to see Arxis trying different things with these IP um, and, I, and I think it's uh The fact that Double Dragon has the like weird little tiny game, I think makes a lot of sense. They're probably like We have Double Dragon and we can do like the You know Double Dragon Kunio Collection thing and that that seemed to do really well, but like what do we do? Like Double Dragon 4 didn't go so well Um, So they're probably like well, what the hell do we do with this like by itself? Um, So I imagine this was just like a little like, well, let's try this and see how it goes, and we'll put a little bit of money on it, and you know, maybe, maybe the way
1: give a small team a shot, see what they can do with it.
4: And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't
1: invest too heavily in it, but hope for returns and hope you can, yeah. By the sounds of everything you guys have been talking about, says yeah, this this sounds like um a rough but still solid platform for a jumping-off point for a sequel where you really tied it up and then you hit, like, Streets of Rage 4-level kind of solid, revival, unexpected, really good beat-em-up kind of thing. So yeah. good, but not quite there yet, is what I'm getting.
4: Like, like with all the, like, problems we had, there, I think really a lot of those issues are, like, under-the-hood kind of stuff, but, like, fundamentally, I think we've all had a lot of good to say about just the the ideas that they came up with and put together—like it's definitely a really interesting uh, take, even if it doesn't always work out well.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I I wanted to uh, ask. So I played this game on Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, where did uh, where did you guys play it?
3: Switch. Actually, is what... I know I know where Lucas yeah. played. it. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Uh, I played on PS Five. Okay.
0: Okay. It was fine. Not that that makes. Yeah, not that that makes like a huge difference. I didn't. I didn't find that it had any issues on Switch at all. Um, but uh, yeah, I just it's it's available on a lot of things, which I think is great. Yeah. That's a great sign. Steam,
1: um, at the very least.
0: Yeah, Steam, Switch, PS Four, PS Five, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, which I think is great for it. Uh, and also probably a good sign for things to come um, but yeah it's uh it is on there are a few very, very high reviews if we look on Metacritic like there are a few in the eighties there is one in the nineties, which I think is a little wild <laughs>
3: uh
0: but not that i don't like it like I really like this game like this is mm-hmm. this is uh there are games that I review. Just you know, full disclosure, listeners and viewers, like you guys know, there are games that I play for review that I stop playing because I don't think they're good enough to finish. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that there, there is an important thing to be, to uh, and and granted, this would be, you know, that's a little bit different when I, you know, when I'm writing a review for a site or something like that, you know, where they expect you to finish it. These sorts of things, but one of my guiding principles is if it's not worth my time, it's not worth your time. So, yeah. you know, uh, but I I really enjoyed it. You know, this, was, this game was my companion while I was on vacation, going up and seeing my parents for the first time mm. in a while. And I was playing it on Switch and I was just enjoying kicking, you know, kicking back and playing a little bit. And yes, it was definitely rage inducing every once in a, in a while, you know you know when you when you get to the final boss as i talked about during my preview and you are so close and you've got the boss and i know that Lucas knows about this when you get the boss down to like a fifth of their health uh. and then you die and you don't have enough cash to continue to finish it off it's just like god that is so frustrating
4: you know the worst
0: but you know but it says something that i still went back got a new character and beat it you yeah. know like it, it, it's one of those things where it's like th- there there is a difference between a game that is infuriating and so you stop playing it and a game that's infuriating so you stop playing it for the day but then you think about it later and then you go back to it you know yeah. what i mean like mm. that 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 is an important distinction to be made and i think that that speaks to the quality of double dragon guidance
3: Definitely.
0: Um, at least so far as I am concerned, you know, I, I think that I definitely agree with, you know, uh, Jarrett and Lucas, you know, with the things that they have said on this. And I also agree that like, I think this game is good. I'm, I'm, I might be a little bit warmer towards it than, uh, than Jarrett, uh, in his, review but also IGN works on a pure 10 point scale so there's it is either 7 or 8 there is no 7.5 whereas like on this show like anything goes I'll say whatever the hell I want <laughs> uh, so you know I'll give it a 7.7135 you know on my scale who cares yeah, to be fair million point scale
2: I probably wouldn't have I, I am very much not a half point guy yeah um, in fact a 10 point scale makes me a little icky but Do you prefer five stars? I would prefer five. Yeah. Mm. Uh, only so if th-
0: you were going to rate it on a, on a five star scale, what would what would you uh, what would you give it? Three. Okay.
4: I yeah. Think
2: it's yeah. An accurate depiction. It's it is competent. It is interesting, but there's plenty going against it as well. Yes. And you have to be very aware. And then that the things going against you are going to determine whether you like this game not. Yeah. Because it's not yeah. it's it is not, you know, objectively great that everyone will like a bunch about it. Like if you can't get over the difficulty spike, you can't if you're not interested in the roguelike stuff and it's not gonna keep you coming back, then you're not gonna like this. Um, yeah. So I will say I think what I did say in the review was true. I think everybody can get a little bit of fun out of this game. I don't know how long that that lasts for you it will vary. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah. I think if I wasn't reviewing it, I would have played probably half as long and been completely fine with
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, de- I definitely think, like, they're... they're... Yeah, I, def- I definitely uh, agree with that. Like, I think that, that what this game does differently, it does differently basically right away. So uh-huh. I, I don't think you necessarily have to play super long to decide whether or not this is something that works for you or not. And particularly the first time that you get to, like, stage three or four and you feel that difficulty really ramp up, like, you'll know whether, like, is this something you want to push up against and try to get past or not? Um, yeah. But thankfully, I mean, th- this game is, like, pretty affordable. So I-, I think... I mean, I I think that if you are a fan of beat-em-ups, you know, and I, and I know that, like, there there is a, a criticism of the... You know, uh, journalist or enthusiast being like for fans of the genre, but I do think that there is like a place for that. Yeah. You know, there there are certain games that transcend genre, where mm. it's like this game is so good, I don't care whether you like this genre or not. You need to play it because it's not like Even anything else. Yes, um, and I think that there are ones that are like. If you're a fan of the genre, this is for you. If you're not a fan of the genre, it's not doing anything to do you any favors. And I, I think th- that's that that is...
2: probably true. I, I, what I'll say, though, is I think there are fewer games that are, like, anyone will get... every Anybody who touches it like this. And there's a yes, whole lot of rare. fans of the... Like, every game is kind of, like, fans of the genre will like this. Like, yeah. I, I am confident that most people... And I think the sales for the previous game sort of justify this. If anyone picks up Tears of the Kingdom, they're going to have a good time. It, 50, like 30 million copies of Breath of the Wild sold. So I think it's Nintendo was on to something. Out with that
0: of one. control. Um, Just absolutely outrageous. I, I, yeah, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: like fine. It was whatever. But, like, What's I wouldn't say the same like 80, thing. 80,000 yeah, so
0: million Yes, 80 copies? million, I think, yeah.
2: But I, I wouldn't say the same about some other more linear Zelda games. I wouldn't say the same about Majora's Mask. I wouldn't say the same, even if for Ocarina of Time. Like, not everyone who's going to yeah. touch these games are going to like these games. I think everyone's going to find something out of it, bro. Um, fans of the genre uh, will like Devil May Cry. I don't think that's a <laughs> game I'd recommend to just regular people.
0: No, definitely not. Definitely not. Although you could probably recommend more people play Final Fantasy 16. Maybe no, you can't. It's on PS5 that might only. <laughs> that be is how true. people
2: get into Devil May Cry. Actually,
0: yeah, this is this is baby's first Devil May Cry. Actually, would that be baby's first Devil May Cry? And would Devil May Cry be baby's first Ninja Gaiden? Yes, I mean that's probably oh, if Will was is-
1: here, that is exactly what he would say. That is what he
0: would say. So I'm just gonna channel. Hold on, hold on. You guys didn't realize this, but behind the scenes, we were doing a séance, and we were chal- we were channeling the dead uh, ghost of very much alive Will Berger. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that is that is uh, that is what we would say. Uh, yeah. Let's actually before before we move on, is there is there any other thoughts that uh, that people want to talk about for Double Dragon Gaiden uh, before we move on?
4: Um, not really about the game specifically, but um, if you are like an old head Double Dragon sicko or whatever and you want something more kind of traditional if this doesn't really work out for you um, Double Dragon Neon came out on Switch fairly recently Um, that game's amazing uh, it came out in twenty twelve. It's a way forward game, uh, very different from River City Girls. But like, I love that game so much. Um, so
0: it's, way forward, just crushing it again. Yeah. Uh, Who would have thought? I'm just like, oh yeah, okay, yep. yep, yep yeah, this,
1: I know to look forward to this. Hell oh, yeah.
0: That that is the same situation, and I'm not trying to dunk. I'm not trying to dunk. I swear, that's the same situation I was in with Inti Creates until they did. uh... What was it? That dragon game. Oh my
3: god.
1: Anyways, True. never mind. I know the one you're thinking of, but I can't remember the name. Ugh. Yeah, it was the one you
0: played as like multiple classes. Anyways. Yeah, it
1: was like their attempt at an RPG kind of thing and it didn't work out. I remember yeah. I was a Jewel Shop
0: at the time when that came out and I was like, oh, really? That sounds really lackluster and so... Yeah, yeah, it did not did not work for me. But then they made Azure Striker Gunvolt 3 and totally redeemed themselves. <laughs> that game rips. That game rips absolute ass. It's beautiful and wonderful, and I love it.
4: I need to play those. Anyways.
1: They're good times. It's good stuff. It's, it's like, good stuff. We have Mega Man at home, but more so than that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I can't say that because they made the Mega Man. For it's the true. longest of time, so
0: yeah, you know. it is true. I do not. If you're gonna pick one of the two most recent ones, I would not. I would recommend you go with Azure Striker Gunvolt three instead of Luminous Avenger X, because they're similar, but one is way better than the other one, in my opinion. Okay. But anyways, let's talk about some other stuff. So we uh, we talked about that. Has anybody here besides me? and I know that Chris has, played uh, Aliens Dark Descent. Not at all. Okay. No. So, I'm going to talk about this. I talked about this a little bit previously, but now I've actually beaten the game, so I'm going to talk about it a little bit more. Um, I won't belabor their point too much. Basically, this is a top-down... real-time XCOM-like where it is set in the Aliens universe and you control a squad of colonial marines as you go around the planet Leafy and try to kind of suss out the mystery behind uh, an Aliens outbreak. So, um, very early on in the first section of the game, you discover that there is a crate that has been opened uh, in the cargo bay of your ship and it just had a bunch of alien eggs in it and shenanigans ensue happened. yes uh and so then it is about going down to the planet and all of this sort of stuff wailing yutani nonsense right. and um you know you discover all kinds of stuff that's going on with you know a bunch of civilian unrest and maybe some cults who knows um, and uh, just a bunch of crazy nonsense, and uh, so I've been playing this. Actually, I believe I played it something like thirty hours, which is. Hold on, let me pull up my Steam real quick. Um, I watched me, you play
2: like fifteen minutes.
0: Oh, that's right. We were yeah, we were hanging out while I was streaming in Discord. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's uh, it is good. I like it. Um, Seems good. Uh, it looks really good. As the game went on, I did encounter... I So, I have heard from other people um, that have talked about the game. Yeah, I so I beat it at 34.6 hours. Um, there are, I believe, 12 missions in the game. Um, there are, you know, in between missions, as I've talked about before, there are, um, you know, things that you can unlock. There are new weapons that you can get. You can upgrade and promote your... You know, crewmates and Marines and all that sort of stuff. It's a lot of, mm, excuse me. It's a lot of XCOM. Uh, But the main difference is, uh, while in XCOM cover is like absolutely essential, Um, and everything is turn-based and it is character by character. In this game, you control your entire squad at once. When you click on a when you right-click on a location, your entire squad will slowly walk there. If you double-click, they will run. And while they're running, they can't shoot, uh, they can't do anything else. So it is a lot about, you know, taking good care of the people in your squad. Um, I did not find the stealth elements to be particularly satisfying or robust, which is a shame because later on in the game, they actually make you lean on those a little bit more. Um, they also Seems very within, binary, very all yeah.
1: or nothing in that regard.
0: Yeah. Which, like, it works sometimes, but when... when I I think my biggest gripe with the cover system in the game is when they require you to do the cover along with the stealth uh, mechanics. Um, There are some times in the game which... And I always hate when this happens, but it's just inevitable in some games where they will take basically all of your verbs away from you and just make you do stealth for seemingly... Not no reason because it serves sections. the it's, yeah. it serves the story like it's fine. It's just annoying to me because basically anytime when a game takes your verbs away from you and forces you into a stealth section, there's going to be instant kill mechanics, which I think are nonsense and I don't think should exist. Um, one of the one of the big things about The Last of Us that I really liked was you could craft shivs and turn an instant death scenario into a scenario you could survive. Right. But there's nothing of that here. Um, It is just, oh, you were seen, now replay that whole section that you did before. Oh, boy. Which was really obnoxious. Um, And uh, it's doubly obnoxious when the game is not particularly generous with checkpoints. um, And you can't manually save. Um, So sometimes it would be like, oh, I died, let me restart. And I was literally like just moments before when I had stopped. And other times it was like, oh, I have to now run down this hallway and watch an entire unskippable cutscene uh, and then do that whole thing again. And it's just like, oh,
1: God. Objective um, and yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So it's, you know. But all things said, at the end of the day, I did have an enjoyable time with it. Hold on. Let me pull up my backlog to see what I actually gave it because. I do stuff over at Backlogged.com slash ribnacks where I review all these sorts of games. Hey, shameless plug for something that I don't get paid for. Yeah, so I think I gave that three. Yeah, I gave that three and a half stars. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and read what I wrote there, because uh, I wrote this immediately after I beat it, and I was a little bit heated. So here you go. From
1: Past Brian. Here we go.
0: Yeah, Past Brian said... Really good game when it's not forcing you to do stealth, which the system is not great for, not properly informing you when you are unable to leave the upcoming mission, not letting you consistently find cover on items that look like you could, not warning you before defense sections end in cutscenes that will not let you regather your turrets, which are a limited resource, uh, or introducing instant kill mechanics, forcing you to replay annoying sections. Other than that, it's really good. (laughs) <laughs> Those elements are introduced more as the game goes on alongside bugs, which were also more prevalent as I went through the game. So there you go. It's very um, sassy. But, yeah, very sassy. But overall, I mean, I still gave it three and a half out of five stars. I still think that it is really cool. It's a beautiful game. Uh, when the atmosphere it's not, is on
1: point. Like that's the biggest takeaway from everything I've played of it so far is that yeah, they get the vibe, they get the mood, they get the sound effects. The soundscapes, the atmosphere, the lighting, all of it. It feels extremely Alien, Aliens, early yes. movie stuff. The good stuff. They the, the sound design is it,
0: all yeah. top tier. The voice lines are like all like either taken straight from uh, Aliens movies, according to Will, because I've not seen as many. I've only seen Aliens uh, and Alien and a little bit of Alien Resurrection, but not the whole thing. Uh, and then the A V P movies, but those don't count. Uh, but yeah, so it it uh, it really has it where it counts. This is this is a, a a situation, honestly, kind of like Double Dragon: Gaiden, where the core is really great, and then it just kind of misses on some of the like exterior stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting thing is, you know, and you know, Jarrett mentioned earlier, like you know, we try as critics not to. Um, dictate terms to developers or things like that, like because we don't know what that is like for, for any critics that have not actually been in active game development. Like we don't necessarily have all of the X Y Z of what goes uh, into it. But for me, the thing that that I that I felt when I was playing this game is that uh, Tindalos and Focus Entertainment nailed all the shit that's really hard about this game, like the game feel the atmosphere like the aesthetic the sound design like the the characterization the dis- like the the visual design like it's it's very like dishonored like characters are not super realistic they're kind of like exaggerated caricatures of uh, of humans and i think that really serves it like i think aliens dark descent will look good forever basically like you know and it plays really well and it 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 plays around with the box in a in a way that i find very satisfying um and as somebody who prefers alien but also really enjoyed aliens like it does give you that vibe like you get used to your squad you know and you have like a lot more than just your regular people but like the things that they will say will be things that you can kind of like oh like you know this is reminiscent of that car- that smart gunner in aliens or whatever like there are like little moments where you'll get like you'll get just get that feeling or when you're wandering around and you're discovering something you'll be like oh wait is that this from that and it is you know and at the end of the game it gets into like a little bit of a weird space where like i am it started delving into stuff that i'm not as familiar with from the aliens universe that i've heard comes from like aliens Four or, you know, whatever. Um, but I still felt like, you know, aside from those sorts of things, I, I, I definitely think that, you know, it's worth recommending this this genre, you know, strategy, uh, games is as niche as fighting games or brawlers, you know, there aren't a ton of these games out there. And it's basically like, are you a Final Fantasy Tactics clone? Are you an XCOM clone? And that's kind of it. Like we do, or or Fire like Emblem are you clone. are yeah. are you are you Civ or yeah, are you Fire Emblem? You know, like they've they've got like grand strategy stuff which is kind of like a subset of this, but it's not quite the same, you know. So strategy
1: I, is a very broad very yeah. broad kind of set of subgenres and each subgenre may not service the same kind of strategy fan they'll usually service me just fine i love strategy but um (laughs) but yeah no i get what you mean they are in those individual styles each is relatively few and far between and yeah some overlap there's not always so yeah it's rare to see this kind of like this kind of game with the with the actual management of your squad in between the sessions combined with the actual In the moment squad management tactical feel that isn't just xcom yeah it's this is sort of like a hybrid between xcom and something like commandos or um basically shadow gambit as you mentioned previously but um, yeah i know you previewed that um just that kind of style of the real-time stealth tactical control aspect but yeah with a with an xcom framework and it's an interesting combination and I am not nearly as far as you, obviously. I haven't finished it yet. I hit a bug. I hit a really nasty bug. I'm like, I don't really want to continue. So we'll see how I go, but um, as a huge XCOM mark, I prefer XCOM, but yeah, it's good. It's real good. And it's, as you say, um, the style is very good. They did the hard parts. And everything that the major grievances you and I have with it these are things that can be easily adjusted on this framework with like balance patches bug fixes things like that
0: yeah what's here is really when you rescue one of your soldiers from an alien that's carrying them away and then they just drop through the floor and so you Mm, can't mm. help them up you can't heal them and you can't recover them it's like ah when your ammo Ah.
1: count suddenly hits negative one and therefore it counts as no you can't pick up any ammo crates whatsoever uh perish, I guess. Oh, by yeah. the way, you need to demolish Jesus. this wall.
0: And you don't have the ammo for because it it's a negative one. You're stuck. Thankfully yeah. I never ran into that one, but yeah, That's that That's the one that I'm on. That would have sucked.
4: So I'm I'm used to like the turn based style for strategy games, like XCOM yeah. or whatever. Um so I'm having kind of a hard time picturing what uh what playing this game is like in the in the moment, like, are you moving it's real time. your squad around as like one character like or like one you giving singular them? unit that is a yeah. squad
1: of four? And you'll issue commands, and then like if they're individual commands, it'll pick the best person to go and do that, and they'll go do that. So it's like you move the squad in one direction, but you go, hey, I want to loot this box over here. Somebody will go there. It's like, hey, I want to activate this camera over here. One person will go over there. The other two will keep moving.
3: Okay. And then you have
1: a button, like the button, which basically brings up a lot of your active combat abilities. Like I'm going to pull out a grenade or I'm going to, you know, throw, like pull out a shotgun or a flamethrower or something like that. Then you hit that button and time slows. You can also make it just stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can change it. Yeah. Aim, position, or whatever, and then it picks the right person with the right gear to do it if they're available, and uses like a point that replenishes over time. And yeah, so okay, it's um, it sounds weird, but once you, but it's very intuitive when you get into it. And it's like, yeah, this is yeah. this is a good system.
4: Okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: honestly, it basically it basically is, and and like an interesting thing about that is like you would think that, that going pause versus just like uh, time dilation as you hit the space bar to select your abilities would be just like, that's just better to have it paused. It's not actually the case because sometimes you do want people to keep doing something while you're doing that. So like, I wasn't really sure which one I wanted at the end of the day, which was interesting to me. Like sometimes it's great when like somebody is approaching you and you're like, okay, I need this person to get out of dodge like immediately. Um, and so then pause was better, but sometimes it's like, okay, I want, you know, I'm pausing it, but I really want somebody to finish something really quick. And then as soon as they're done with that, I want them to queue up. Like I want to queue up another action for them. And in those situations, it's better to have slowdown. Uh, but yeah, your, your entire, uh, unit moves as one. When you go to the pause menu, you get all of the abilities that all of them have. Um, And you can also, you know, equip different weapons on them, Um, you know, so, like, you can have shotguns as their special weapon. And if you have four shotguns, then, like, you can select people to use shotgun blasts, you know, multiple times. But if you only have, like, one flamethrower, you can only do that once, and then you need to wait for that person to kind of, like be okay before you can do it again. So there is yeah, an element of dead like, dead no more, no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there is an element of, you know, getting your loadout, like properly set up the way that you want, but also every time that they level up from level one to 10, you get their um, When they level up to level three, you get to select their class from one of two. Like each person will have two randomly selected classes they can get. And I think there is um, there's the courses, sergeant, There's the Sergeant, there's the Sniper, there's the Medic, there's the techer, and there's the Gunner. Um, And eventually, you can actually upgrade your squad from four members to five. So you can have one of each. But um, uh, there is also, like, you know, when you level up, you can get class-based bonuses that will be free. Like, you don't have to pay for those. And then there are ones that you will get that you will pay resources for. Typically, they'll be, like, 30 resources which is like not that bad pretty easy to do but like if you do a bunch of them like if you buy a bunch of them like you can run out and then you won't be able to resupply before a mission and stuff but those will include like four generic bonuses that apply to every class and then once you've picked your class uh, then you can lean into like specific stuff so like for example with the sniper you get the generic ones which is pouches which means you can carry more health kits and um, like repair kits and stuff um, for each person that has that ability. Um, You've also got like just a basic you're you have five more points of accuracy. You have uh, 20% bigger um, uh, clips uh, so that when you uh, like you don't have to reload as often which you know reloading uh, you have like ammo things that will um, you know that will uh, like countdown as you start to reload throughout the thing uh, throughout the the match. So you'll have like some of those things. And then for the sniper, one of your abilities is okay. Once you get to a sniper, you can buy uh, the sniper rifle and that will unlock it for all of your snipers. Then you can equip that as their special weapon. But then one of the abilities you can buy is make it so that when you attack with the sniper rifle ability, it's silent, which means that if you kill an alien with one, it doesn't alert the hive, which, uh, you know, then by extension doesn't increase your danger level and doesn't make things get worse as you go along. Like there are several also, you know, like darkest dungeon, there's a stress mechanic where as you're in dangerous situations, your stress will increase and then they will get less accurate or get more stressed out as time goes on, or they will fumble and reload slower, or they will, spend extra bullets. Like there's a bunch of debuffs that you get uh, up to three at a time for all of your characters as they stress up. And you can use your med kits to either heal them or heal their stress. You can use some of your repair resources to weld a door and then rest, which will take care of, uh, a full level of stress on all of your people at once. So it is about resource management. It's about juggling that. It's also about slowly and methodically proceeding through the level, walking so that you can shoot as you move, making sure that you're backing up. Like it's 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 kind of like if you've played a like a strategy game like StarCraft, um, like the macro. It's not really about the micro because you're not having to like juggle multiple like characters because everything is all in one, but you know, because aliens can explode with like clouds of acid, you want to be strafing away from them as you're shooting them and things like that. So it's, it's, it's tricky, but it's also like not that demanding. Mm -hmm. Like as long as you are looking at your squad and you're making sure that you are taking cover, watching their health and their stress and uh, you know, making sure that you are, you know, extracting. Because one, one thing that I think is important to note, like unlike XCOM, where like once you deploy to a mission, finish it or you fail. Like with this one, it's you can go in, you can do a little bit, you can do a few objectives, you can do some side stuff, you can gather resources. And then if you feel yourself being overwhelmed, you can fall back to the uh, to the APC and you can extract. And then you can come back and finish the rest of that mission later. Now, that's oh. not always true. Uh-huh. The first time that they're like... Uh, the first time that you come to a mission where you have to do it all in one, they will tell you that. But then there are a couple of missions. This is another like minor annoyance point that I talked about earlier. Uh, some of the later missions in the game, you can't extract until you do the whole thing, but they won't tell you that before you start. Mm. So, you know, which like could determine how much you spend on resources before you go out on a mission, how much of your stuff you take with you, what types of characters that you take, and how much trauma you allow them to have before you, know, before you take them with you. So, you know. Like Darkest Dungeon, there's also, like, there's a psych ward that you can take them to. There's, like, you know, they've got injuries and stuff like that that you'll need to heal up. Um, also, every time you, like, rest a day, you'll need to pick, like, oh, hey, here's a random scenario that popped up. There was a... F- there was a fight in the med bay. We think one of these people might be a member of some cult that's like pro <laughs> aliens or whatever. What are you going to do? Are you going to, you know, send them to the brig and then you lose one of your Marines. So you don't have somebody you can deploy with, or are you going to not do that? And you're going to lose your ability to go out on a mission today. And this might happen again, or like, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or like, hey, or you we clear found out- them
1: of charges and then people
0: don't like them so they have morale penalties and such. Little mm-hmm. things Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Or like, hey, uh, the med bay ran out of resources. Do you want to pay 50 resources, uh, you know, from your currency to make sure that they can still do it? Or do you want to give up your, your like daily health restoration stuff from everybody being in the med bay? So there is a lot of stuff like that where like, you are making these choices all the time. um, And, you know, it, 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 it also be
1: efficient and it does weigh down and it does, you know, the hive gets stronger as time progresses. So yeah. um, Yeah. It's like, do you take the risk? Do you do more of the objectives in a single run? Because yeah, there's only like a dozen missions or so, but some of them are quite large. Like there's 14 or so objectives on the first mission. I did it in two trips, but yeah, yeah that was only because I had a very good run on the second one, but like you can do it in multiple trips or you can just go, you know, I'm just, yeah, my guys are stressed. I'm low on resources. I got to go over here. I may have to go underneath, you know, Mm -hmm. into a mine or whatever. I'm bugging out. I'll come back. Yeah.
4: Okay.
0: And it's really, you know, there are definitely situations where you'll, you'll get into a spot and you'll be like, I've got this. And then, a random swarm of, like, six aliens will come up and just kill two of your guys. And it's just like, damn. It can go bad. Uh, <laughs> well, I uh, did not expect that. So I'm just going to go ahead and reload. Um, you know, which... You that, miss that's, the
1: 96% shot in XCOM, and the reprisal yeah. kills your guy, and then the other guy panics and shoots another... Cascading failure, that kind of yep. thing.
0: Right. But also, I think I think an interesting thing, which which, again, you know goes to how well it kind of channels the aliens um, universe is that it really doesn't matter how well prepared you are on a long enough timeline things are going to go extremely bad and so Mm. you need to know like it is really key for you to know like when you need to get out of dodge right Uh, and and do it and don't wait and don't think oh I'll go into this other like there was literally one time where I was like all right I'm at my limit. I really need to extract. I'm going to go in this one room over there and pick up the health kit that I'm pretty sure is in there, and then we'll get out. And literally, everyone died. <laughs> like, it's literally, it was one room. There were like 10 eggs in there. Oh, and, no. And like, and I was, I just happened to be out of like ability points that I could use on grenades. And. Two of my guys got like swiped and downed, and the other one, the other one got face hugged, and it was just it was over. And I was Jeez. like, "Damn, that was like the the hubris, like the hubris, to, the fucking around to finding out <laughs> duration was like ten seconds. It was crazy. It was." The Venn diagram was just a circle. It was oh, a circle. No. It was ridiculous.
4: You know a game
2: that that sounds like, um, Darkest Dungeon.
1: Yeah. yeah. Where
2: you're like, you know what, I could go. I could find some more sundries or whatever, some more antiquities. And then yep. some terrible fucking creature fears one of your dudes and then he kills everybody else. And you're like, well,
0: yep. I'm
1: afraid.
0: <laughs> That's what I get. That's what I get.
2: Yep. That's what I get for being curious. Damn.
0: Do not be cur- do not be the curious guy in a Lovecraft story. No.
2: True. Yeah, there's nothing do yet. Not- you will find what you're looking for, and what you're looking for is terrible.
0: Yeah, well, you will find will melt your brain, and then you will murder all your friends and eat them. It's terrible. It's just terrible.
2: Did you ever play um, Fireteam Elite?
0: Uh, Actually, I, I did. I did a little bit. I played a little bit of that. I played, like, I think the first two missions of that game.
2: I remember that was supposed to be the big alien thing. It's funny that, that uh, Dark Descent sort of like snuck out considering how that game like ran out. And it was like, everybody- <laughs> finally guys, it's the alien game you're waiting for. Everyone can have yeah. guns and shit. And then it was yeah. like mid.
1: And it's got more bugs than the hive. Yeah. <laughs> and then like two,
2: three years later, they're like, we made another one. Both, like, I mean, if hey, you found hey, it on Steam, you can, you can play hey,
0: what it if we, Hey, what if we made another one, but it, but
2: it was better and, and more don't, interesting. Don't tell anyone. Just release it.
0: Don't tell anyone. It's,
2: it's a secret. In four years, it's people will find it and be like, "This is a cold hit."
0: <laughs> yo, yo, guys, have you heard about this Dark Descent game? It's a aliens game. Would you believe that? Well, the aliens is so right funny.
1: By giving a code to Mandalore who made a video, and then that True. probably got more eyes on it than anything. Which else, is so. like
2: really the Fair. key. PR people were like, who to snipe the right uh, YouTuber, the
0: right content
1: creator. Yeah, yeah
2: they're yeah. worth their weight in gold, really.
0: Shout out to the PR people out there in your life. Hey, if you know a PR person, go ahead and give them a hug, a little peck on the cheek. Why not? Yeah, yeah why not? Besides,
2: you know, why not? Reason. Yeah. Hey, like the, the,
0: the worst the worst they can do is you know sue you for assault. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. You'll be all right. Oh man. Yeah, apparently, plenty plenty people get sued for assault every day. It's true. Yeah. It's oh, true. Speaking of Activision
1: Blizzard, <laughs> why not become?
0: <laughs> hey, wouldn't when- Haven't you always wanted to become a statistic, guys? (laughs) I know I have. (laughs) The fast track to being a statistic. Kiss a PR person. (laughs) (laughs) And then post content about it. Rate the kiss out of 10. There you go. It is interesting how many
2: Aliens games continue to happen for a franchise that doesn't continue to happen. Prometheus, or, you can like, argue, was, can like, was like was like a thing, but that even the last Prometheus movie was what like eight or nine years ago, I think. It may be longer than that.
1: Uh, I well, think it was like, as long. They had Covenant and they had another one, which is sort of like Prometheus two kind of thing. Was Covenant was supposed
0: one. to be good?
4: I liked it. Mm. I thought it looked <laughs> cool. I don't remember. I remember Prometheus. It, it Covenant was kind of like it was. prometheus sequel that also kind of like snuck in alien stuff Mm. so so they kind of had to they kind of tried to have their cake and eat it too um Mm. but i i liked it as like i'm usually pretty snobby about the series like alien masterpiece everything else whatever (laughs) yucky yeah
0: alien is definitely my favorite of the ones that i have Scene as well, like I enjoyed Aliens, but it just I it's I, a different vibe, it's
1: yeah. a different yeah. vibe entirely, and it's good, like yeah. both of them are good, but they're different styles, yeah, yeah, and I respect that. But most other ones, pretty much everything after that is either not good or situational or has moments kind of thing. Yeah, you
4: know? like Prometheus was weird but like interesting. Um, I wouldn't just say it's something about it too hard, and yeah. Kind of
1: don't dodge left or right when you're.
4: Running. Yeah, yeah, but a uh, covenant. I think uh, it's it's one I haven't gone back to, but I would. Um, I I don't think anything's happened
0: since, unless I'm forgetting something. I mean, I think we can all agree that the greatest movie in the Aliens franchise is AVP two. I mean, come on, I,
3: I, that I movie rules.
0: I knew you
1: were going Look. I knew where you were going with this the moment you started I'm like no i'm I'm ready for this. this is you're right
3: yeah Chris that, knows that's me. the thing yeah,
1: like that movie is terrible, and I love it' yeah, it's so part where that's the, the only uh, way to describe it it's just it's the one that whoa.
2: knows it's terrible, like the first one doesn't know it's bad.
4: Yeah, avp yeah, two is like we got we got the paycheck. We're making a second one. <laughs> and the part where like the, the predator pins the chick to the wall with this little spinny thing.
0: Just Yo, <laughs> dude, that lives so rent free in my brain, bro. That <laughs> she turns the corner and it's <laughs> <laughs> <dead. laughs> so good. And then and then you know what what was what was uh what was o- the only thing that was missing. Is for uh, for Michael Jai White to come out and be like, I threw that shit before I came in the room. That would have <laughs> been he a predator. Dino Mike. <laughs> That would have been.
2: That's what the godlike. A predator, mm-hmm. blacked out of my crossover.
1: Yes. That
3: part predator was a good one.
2: I think. Pretty, I don't. Yeah. Not the one. Not the Shane Black one. Or PGBD. P-G-B-D black?
1: There we go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Predators, where it's. Uh, Adrian goes. Yeah,
2: Adrian Brody, they all get kidnapped and put on a moon or something.
1: That was a good one. Oh, that well, was I good. suppose Prey, there was Prey recently, but I haven't I seen, seen no, Prey. I hear it's okay.
0: People I heard that was
4: alright. Like yeah. I can still Predator games. I keep an alien games.
0: Bro, well, I need they always I always
1: make n- them AVP. I don't know why. True. <laughs> it's,
4: well, There was the like, multiplayer.
1: There was hunting one. Hunting Yeah. Whatever. And that was. Oh, there I forgot was there was a
2: Predator game, and I completely ignored yes. it
1: because it looked terrible.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's Predator Hunting you know, not died that, in six months. If that wasn't that, wasn't that an asymmetrical multiplayer game? Yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. Uh, like a like Dead by Daylight it was or whatever. A Dead
2: by Daylight like.
0: Yeah, yeah. An yeah, yeah. yeah, evolved like I think. Yeah, really an evolved like <laughs> yeah. for real
2: for real Turtle Rock sickas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> God, man, you know what? You know what sucks. You know what sucks is that Evolve didn't catch on. Because I thought that shit was fucking I sick. agree.
2: Me and Aria at uh, Rational Passions, we were early adopters of Evolve. And nobody fucking played with us. Because nobody that, played that fucking game.
0: That game but was so fucking
2: cool. Really, like, I I am shocked and appalled. There is There has been no attempt to do this again.
0: It'll I'm work so glad time, that God, we're on it. the... I'm so glad that we're on the same page on this one, Jared. That makes me very, very happy.
2: One person, big-ass monster. Four people, dudes who need to stop big-ass monster.
0: Or yes. be murdered
2: trying. The
1: problem is, yeah, the problem was simply nobody wanted to play the not monster. No one,
2: everyone did, well, the problem, yeah, the real was, problem was, like, yeah. only one of those monsters was, like, any good. And the other ones would <laughs> just get true. murdered by the, by the hunters all the time. Because the hunters here's, were pretty good.
0: Here's the thing. I'm gonna play Cthulhu, and you can't stop me.
2: And he yeah, was one that like because the 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 monsters evolved. His like level three version was like unstoppable. You just had to get yeah. there. So if you got murdered, like and now that you get killed in the first five minutes, or this game's going a half hour and it's going to be a bad time for the hunters.
0: I mean, that's also in in my experience. That was also the same uh, situation with the base monster. It was just like oh, if like, he eats the bear and,
2: crocodile, whatever the fuck guy.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just like yeah. If 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 he gets to level three, it's over. But he's pretty, he's, I, th- I think, I think the problem was with him being, like, groundbound, he was so much easier to kill early. Um, yeah, you had to get good so at, like, like, jumping
2: through trees, and that really isn't a thing that that game was very good at doing. Yeah, so, that was definitely, that stealthy. was
0: definitely a situation, like, you know, with, with, with uh, you know, many of us being familiar with fighting games, that was definitely a situation, like, with, you know, fighting games where, like, the 1.0 version of the game, like the strike throw character that's really good and kind of like a generalist and stuff is really, really powerful. And then as the game evolves, like a couple months down the road, everybody knows their nonsense. They know how to deal with it and they're not a threat anymore. That was version. how Evolve was. Yeah. It was like the monster basically always won and then the hunters are like, wait, what if we organize against the monster and stage an uprising and we seize the means of production ourselves?" And then the monster has no power jo- over us Join anymore. us,
4: comrade. <laughs> <laughs> We've been reading
0: Marx, so except uh, the monster was uh, locked behind a paywall
1: because that game was horribly monetized, and it all uh, itself uh, so, yeah, it absolutely
2: was. And there was no pro like they were trying to be the first big like MLG like pro pay scene before that was a, really ful- a thing. Yeah, and they, they tried bumb- to force they fumbled it in every direction
1: rather than letting it grow naturally, and that has never ever worked out i think the um, starcraft versus overwatch
2: right i think the lcs had just started around then too so like esports as a concept was like real it wasn't just like dudes playing counter-strike and like in some place uh people were i mean not that money tournaments weren't like getting big at the time anyway for like
3: you know from
2: shooters but like
1: you were basically korea and then everywhere else exactly LCS. So. The
2: LCS is like North America can have competitive play, and like back then they actually did. They haven't in ten years, but like <laughs> yeah. back then it was like wow, there people from you know a guy from Utah might be able to like beat some Korean players. Playing. Who can? Or then when Blizzard say? tried
0: to convince us that Overwatch League was going to be a thing, it mm-hmm.
2: was, was know, until until it wasn't until it
1: super wasn't. Um, yeah, <laughs> only because they forced it. They no one ever really wanted to be involved or to watch it it wasn't that good to actually watch but they threw so much money and so much effort into it and now they've just kind of pulled the plug and done a heroes of the storm where they're like no nah, we're, we're done with this yank then so, and, esports and then they introduced
0: could, a completely pointless sequel that didn't need to exist hey
2: well they were going to double they were going to restart wah. esports again they're going to reinvent esports
0: yeah. hey guys Despite
1: but this time that esports always grows itself when right. you come in after the fact
0: but People this time were playing for Brood real, War and then Kasper formed. <laughs> but but this time for real, guys. The the San Antonio Sharks or whatever.
2: So I Steve. need to check. They they were building um the Philadelphia Spark. They were building an arena for them over by the arena, the Sports range in Philly. Wow. Uh, they had foundation down before the pandemic. Yeah. Incredible. I don't know if that. Building finished. I know they wanted to do I other stuff so with it curious, too. Man. It was supposed to be like a tech thing, like all esports is going to happen in this building. I don't know yeah, if it's you get your
1: LCS finals and such. Or right, yeah, the idea,
2: idea was Comcast is going to are gonna invest a whole bunch of money in this
1: building. They would definitely have it for the season, for overwatch
2: seasons. But anything else you would do, like summer jam, would be there instead of like a hotel in Cherry Hill. Uh, like all, like this is going to be the destination. I don't think it's going to be a destination anymore. Hmm. I, and yeah, I wonder how many. I, I only know that happened in Philly. I don't know how many of these teams had the same situation. Like I don't know. I don't know that New York tried to build a building
1: like an arena for these.
0: That would have been a wild to
1: that side uh, size, anyway. Yeah.
2: And I know they all played in San Francisco anyway. So like, none of them ever had home games necessarily.
0: Oh, Jesus, home games for Overwatch. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, that was. Uh... It's a little wild. That was the time.
4: After this but podcast, you heard it, you heard I'm it here first. Alien versus Aliens Predator Requiem versus for the PlayStation Portable. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Aliens versus Predators versus Black Dynamite coming, coming mm-hmm. soon.
2: Also on the PlayStation Portable. Yep. In a little still, D&D.
0: it just they're just like you yeah, know what? Still. not the Vita, the portable. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I would buy it. I would just
1: for the novelty, and I don't even have a PSP.
0: I think I do around here somewhere. But anyways, did anybody have anything else they wanted to talk about? Because I know we're 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 going. Uh, this is a this is a girthy one. Yeah, as they say. It's been. A- Everybody says that. Come on, it's not weird, and I'm not weird for yeah, that saying that. Mo- what are you talking is that about?
2: What, that's what they
1: say. That it- it's got heft. It's got circumference. You good? Look, you know it.
0: I know it. Everybody knows. It. That's what they say. Of course. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I've been uh, mostly in a uh, backlog territory since final Fantasy
0: so yeah just i i'm still I'm still working on it. I'm still working on it. I just did the uh I just uh, did a thing where now I have the ability to block people. I'll put oh, it that way
4: so good. that's my favorite one
0: so yeah so i think that's gonna i think that's my that's my that's in my third slot right now hell yeah and the first two the first two are the same to keep it real vague so that only final fantasy 16 heads will know Really yeah. spoiled done screwed forever mm-hmm. yeah okay, oh yeah right just just doomed it's
2: also in the I demo mean, isn't it
1: <laughs> probably yeah
0: is it really i, so think I think it didn't is. play the demo the um, demo's they let like, you tinker around and yeah. a lot in the demo
1: compared to yeah. yeah there's like a there's oh, like the a, kind of a story
2: demo, yeah. and then there's like a little like here's some powers, go wild that part of the demo. Yeah.
1: Nice, nice, nice. Here, here's for you DMC
0: sickos out there.
2: Yeah. Heard you like yes. DMC. Question mark. Question I heard story.
0: you like DMC, but they're but Capcom and Ninja Theory and all of them are not gonna make a new one. Cause they did
3: because so, they, they did they, five they, they got
2: five booed and out of the building.
1: Because yeah. well, they did DMC5, and then there's like, what, you want another one? Do you see that one? Nailed it. <laughs> fucking nailed it.
2: It ends we with these it. two 50-year-old men fu- like arguing with each other like children. Like, there's no, there's nothing else. The story's
0: over. Des- deciding yeah. that they're going to just fight forever. What is it? Peaked. Oh, God, is it? The
1: greatest fuck you in the history of video games. Yeah, the, the lit, literal, not a fuck you to the fans. A literal no. Nero going fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Powering yeah. Up. God, Nero, what a what a what a great boy. What what a what a character arc. What a, what a way he's come since four. It's like, ah, oh, you're gonna replace the Dante. Ugh. Everyone's like, yeah, fuck you, yeah, Nero. He was yeah. bad.
2: He was up. he was bad Dante. Now he's just Ken. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. His go. job is beach.
2: Yeah, Nero's job is beach for sure.
1: That is something I did see this uh, weekend. Uh, wow. Yeah, I survived the Oppenheimer experience. I'll put it that way. Um, saw them
0: both, but did it feel like a bomb went yeah. off?
1: Ha. Huh. <laughs> yes, and during Barbie, surprisingly. Yeah, <laughs> his, I thought so. His, the the funny thing about it is that like Oppenheimer is like both are excellent films. Don't get me wrong. Oppenheimer, you know what it is. It's a biopic about this guy. During this time period It's character study and everything Really good, really well acted, really well Presented, done, etc Very long but very intense Very interesting the whole time Loved the bits But I knew what I was getting with it I went in not knowing what the hell Barbie was going to be And then in the first five minutes There is a single line that they say And I'm just like Oh god we're going places with this And then they go places with this Yeah (sighs) And It's hilarious, and it's meta, and it's savvy, and it's not the direction I thought, and it's also even appealed to my anti-capitalist heart. God bless.
0: So, yeah. Speaking of Marx.
1: Freaking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I I know what I am. (laughs) I (laughs) kind of want
4: to see Oppenheimer, but at the same time, it's like, do I really want Manhattan Project takes from Christopher Batman does the Patriot arc? uh, Nolan. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: they they definitely got the uh, statistics wrong when they uh, bring it up, and a lot of people are just like, okay, so this is U.S. propaganda then? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that's kind of uh,
1: yeah. You 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 miss the mark on uh, on how many people died in those by like a scale of five times or so more. Mm. Yeah, so whether that's an oversight or something. I think it's is, intentional uh, because I
2: think they thought it was going to be, it's just going to be a couple hundred thousand people.
3: Wrong. Yeah, because
1: <laughs> that's the thing. The When it comes up, it's being mentioned in a friggin' course in America in the 50s that Oppenheimer is sitting in just to get the full impact of it. And it's like, it's America in the 50s. They're not going to tell you shit. They're not going to know for sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: And they don't care, so, really. Yeah. They like and
1: barely they care. care. They make that very clear, like, yeah, it's, you know, it, it is not US propaganda at all, it is quite condemning in a lot of areas, so, as it should be, really, but, um, oh. yeah, no, it was, a, it was a good film, very good film, um, as was Barbie, in completely different, unexpected ways, one of them gave me a horrific existential dread, and the other one was about the atomic bomb. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Perfect. Nice. Nice.
0: All right. Well, uh, does anybody have anything else that they wanted to uh, talk about before we wrap? I'm I good. Finished. Mm-hmm.
2: Ob- or not Ob- I didn't. I did. I did see Oppenheimer. I finished um, Exo Primal.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah.
2: If you have Game Pass, you should probably play a little bit of Exo Primal. I don't think you have play to play
1: while you still can.
2: Like everyone's still playing it. This is a multiplayer game. Get in now before you can't anymore. (laughs) Because everyone's going to have the same epiphany and think, I don't need to play this anymore. And just walk away, probably.
1: Mm. And that screws the matchmaking even further because the system is very weirdly designed like that. Right. So,
2: Just get a little taste of the dinosaur action. I love the uh, Go produce some robust combat data. And then maybe just walk away. Do you have to see the end of it? That's up to you. I'm not saying you have to. I did. Would I do it again? I don't know, maybe not. But I had a fine time on the one playthrough. That's all
4: I need for me. I remember being really just tickled to death by the animation work in that game, playing it during the beta. Just like the way the dinosaurs would like just spill like out flop of the around. Yeah. <laughs> they like, like the... literally
2: spill like like someone poured them out of a yeah, cup. Yeah,
4: exactly. It's so good. Or like the the one the one character with like the machine guns when it starts to like overheat and yeah it starts like, yeah. to vibrate everything <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It very it's
2: much cool. has like a lot of personality um, yeah and it tries to do a, a sort of long term storytelling situation over the course of playing lots of multiplayer games um, which will either you will either like or not like and I don't think there's going to be any in between hmm. Hmm. Um, but it's an interesting experiment you maybe don't need to see the end. You probably see the beginning of okay, especially if it's free. That's good stuff. Free, definitely.
4: Probably.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think it is. Uh, it is nice to have experiences like this on Game Pass, where it's just like you should probably just like see what this is, and you know, like we were talking with Double Dragon Gaiden earlier, like you don't need to go very far to see what this game is doing. I think that there is like a lot of value to that. To even you know even if you're not necessarily interested in it dipping in just to kind of like broaden your palette and kind of understand what's going on yeah but yeah i know uh i know that mitch was was uh talking about like the end boss in this being like really remarkable but i know that that is maybe a situation where your mileage may vary so yeah, yeah. you
3: know
0: maybe not for everybody but uh i do think it is it is really cool to see uh so many different styles of games coming out right now you know um, whether they are like, you know, across the board laudable or just like interesting, I yeah. think that, uh, you know.
1: There is a space for creativity and for the double A's and the indies to do some stuff and experiment a bit, and more so than most of the triple A's are, and that is good. That is what we want. That is. Yeah. 100%. That is good for creativity and the industry as a whole, and for us to just, you know. I want to experience something new. I want to experience fresh takes and interesting ideas on previous existing systems and such. It's like, yeah, give me that. Give me more of those. And yeah. 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 Uh, Variety is this. I'll go sink
0: 200 hours into Bulgur Gate 3. (laughs) 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 Uh, Don't remind me. Uh, Yeah. Variety is is the spice of life. And that is equally as true in video games. So. And we'll take that
1: opportunity to segue just before we go. Um, I do want to touch on this game because next week it's all going to be Baldur's Gate or something else and I'm not going to be able to talk about it. I've been playing this game called Cassette Beasts, which Mm. is basically, what if somebody played Pokemon years ago got sick of the fact that they weren't really developing it further with the times and said, okay, what if we made it smart? What if we addressed some of the criticisms? What if we revamped a lot of the big complaints or whatever and then still did enough interesting... And unique with the concept to really stand out and not just be something like Temtem which I liked but is very much we have Pokémon at home. Cassette Beast is not that it's got it's got really strong sprite work for a start on 3D worlds with kind of um, a lot of exploration in your world and a little bit of platforming puzzle solving and such and then the core of it is just there are these creatures out there these weird monsters and you you don't um, you don't catch them, you record them, and then you play those tapes and become them. So you become mm, so you're that's basically wild. an RPG character that levels up, but then depending on which tape you have, is what form and move sets and everything you have. But your stats are your base stats, kind of thing. Hmm. And then, um, but that means you can just pick any any creature of any level. It's still attached to your level, so you can change up your strategy a lot more on the fly without having to prepare like a Pokemon or anything for proper use, which allows you to be a lot more flexible. You have a partner character, so it's always like baseline 2v2, because that gives a lot more flexible options, Um, rather, yeah, and the most interesting thing I feel about it is the typing system, because Pokemon is the big thing of if you hit a weakness, you do double damage, you hit a double weakness, you do quadruple damage, right? And that's the big thing that makes a lot of strategies less viable in that game because you're not going, because your time to kill can just be like, oh, yep, they have the, they have the answer, I'm dead, i are yeah. done. And so why bother playing strategically, especially given that the AI has gotten worse and worse over time. So unless you're in multiplayer, it's just like, no, I'm just going to pick a type of effective thing and just steamroll. One shot, one shot, one shot, one shot, all my way to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. You don't do that here because your type advantage doesn't give damage bonuses, but every type matchup will have completely different effects that make sense and create buffs, debuffs, etc based on their combinations. So for example, one of the types, like you have your standard elemental types, but they have things like um, metal and plastic and glass are all different types. And um, so for example, you hit poison, with a fire type, sorry, no, sorry, you hit plastic with a fire type, the plastic melts and it becomes a poison type for the rest of the fight. Ah! The types can change, and a lot of the moves are generic moves which will change according to the type your monster is currently, as opposed to, you know, you may have, you can still have, like, fire or lightning moves that so will always be that even on other types, but. Your movesets can change and you can force the change on others as part of a strategy Hmm. and then you get some really in-depth interesting combos which the equivalent of the gym leaders in the game because there is like a yeah you go around the the plot is more than just you know i'm going to catch them all and be the best there is like a interesting kind of pseudo isokai thing going on but um but there is still like there will be challenges that kind of focus on a particular gimmick or type or interaction and then those fights are very challenging and very interesting and kind of open your eyes to the possibilities of this system. But every kind of interaction will do all sorts of things that logically make sense or are interesting. So, you know, you hit a grass type with water. Well, it's going to get stronger because it's just going to absorb that. You know, you, um, you hit ice type with fire, melts, becomes water type. You hit... um. Uh, what was it you hit uh yeah you hit uh water type with fire um it becomes a healing steam so it gets healing over time so it's you know you don't want to do that but it will still do damage you're not gonna lose out on the damage you just have to deal with the extra effect as well so it's just got this really interesting set of interplays that you have to kind of juggle and work with and this can change a lot, depending on the monsters, the typings, the movesets. And I just found the entire thing like, oh, they've put some thought into this. They have really taken the time to differentiate and go, so how can we not just, you know, fall into that same pitfall as Pokemon and still just make this really interesting? And they nailed it. It's really cool. And that's to say nothing of the fact that your two characters, they confuse and there's Uh. a whole bunch of fusion types. Like individual fusion, some are just like more generic, you know, features of both, others are specific, some are just you get two of the same one to become a super one. There's so much. There is so much, and I'm I've just found more and more as I've gone in and just gone, yeah, this game rules. <laughs> this is a really good game, and I am glad I gave it a shot. So, yeah, I'm still playing my way through it, but uh, highly recommend if you're at all interested in, you know, the monster-catching kind of thing, in a solid JRPG kind of thing, or just, you know, like the Pokemon idea but feel like it's kind of gotten stale.
0: So, yeah, Yeah. that's Cassette Beast. Check it out. That sounds
4: really, really well thought out.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm very, very interested. Gonna have to see uh, when I can fit that in.
1: (laughs) That's why I wanted to get it in
0: now. Like I said, I'm just trying to blast through it. Sure. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, uh, thank you all for listening to episode 283 of the platformers. Join us each week as we record the episodes live at twitch.tv ribnax, R-I-B-N-A-X. And you can watch them later at my YouTube channel where they are archived, uh, at ribnax, R-I-B-N-A-X. Uh, if you've got thought, uh, thoughts or topic ideas that you want to share, you can hit us up on social media. You can hit me at, um, on Twitter. Sla- you know, I'm not even going to say it. You can find me at, uh, on Twitter at Ribnax, R-I-B-N-A-X. And you can find me on Blue Sky at Brian Barnett, B-R-I-A-N-B-A-R-N-E-T-T. Uh, you can see the stuff that I am doing at IGN.com. I've got some uh, promotions going up for IGN Plus Games. That I've done little kind of micro previews of. You can check out my, uh, you know, my my piece on American Hero, which is a previously unreleased 90s FMV game that is very campy. It is a 90s era takedown of 80s action tropes, including uh, if you buy the unrated version on GOG, including full nudity, which is pretty ridiculous. Um, to the point where, like, Steam literally would not publish it. So, (laughs) anyways, uh, you can check that out. You can check out some of the other stuff. I wrote a little bit about Siberia, uh, the World Before, I think is the subtitle of it, uh, and stuff like that, so you can check out what I'm doing there. I'm also going to be doing, uh, as we talked about earlier, I'm going to be doing Baldur's Gate 3 uh, guides for GameSpot, and then when the time is right... And I have spent all of the hundreds of hours that I'm going to. We're going to be uh, reviewing it for this show, including probably uh, one of our deep dives, which should be a hell of a lot of fun and really insane, given the amount of just uh, bare sex that there is in this game. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to have enough people to cover all of it from all the important angles that we're going to need to. But you know, we're gonna we're gonna take that. We're gonna we're gonna cover that incredibly seriously. Uh with, does
1: eight hours sound? I think with, we can do eight hours. with
0: <laughs> with all of the respect that is, I mean, Diablo 4, Diablo Four was four and a half hours, so yeah. If <laughs> we want to go point by point and yeah. of all the permutations thereof, we're gonna be there. Oh in a while, so, uh, man, jeezy crazy. Grace yourself. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, but that's that is what I am up to, Chris. Uh, pimp your stuff. Tell all the people where they can find you.
1: Uh, Hello. As always, I have a website which I still need to update more and more. I'm getting there, I swear, at uh, versusthebacklog.com. V-S-thebacklog.com, one word. You can find me on um, that thing previously known as Twitter, which I don't really check on, but I am at Delphir. That's E-I, not I-E. And otherwise, you find me here most weeks and uh, around the internet in various places.
0: Check me out. And Lucas, where can people find you? Sure. Uh,
4: you can find me on Twitter at Hokuto no Lucas. You can find me on Blue Sky at just Hokuto Lucas. Um, and you can catch my writing uh, for the most part right now at shacknews.com and gamecrate.com. And that, that's, uh, that's about it for now.
0: Nice. Nice. And Jarrett, where can the good people find you and all of your glorious goodness?
2: uh your best bet is on the internet uh just oh, type so just go to google.com I yeah, <laughs> actually don't do that uh you're not gonna find anybody uh go to twitter is that what it's called now doesn't matter whatever i go to elon musk's website uh, i am at Jarrett drawn i would say that's where i go that's the the one-stop shop to find the things i actually write because I am sometimes pretty good at sharing that kind of stuff and promoting this stuff there. But I'm going to give you some homework. Don't go to my Twitter account. I just told you to. I'm lying to you. Don't go to my Twitter account. Don't Damn, look Damn,
0: swerve. I'm M. Night Shyamalan twist. Do go to Google.com.
2: Type in the Garibaldi cocktail. It's what I had before I sat down here. It's two very easy ingredients, named after an Italian revolutionary, Giuseppe Givaldi. It's orange juice. It's Campari. Together. So good. Fluffed. (laughs) Lathered or or frothed, if you will. Yeah, I was about to say, fluffed?
0: Really? Well, they call it
2: it fluffy orange juice, which is, you know what? They're foreign. It's different over there. Whatever. I'm not going to call it fluffy orange juice. Get a little frother, get up in there, add that to the Campari. It's going to be delicious. It's a better use of your time than reading any of the 5 out of 10 I've given at IGN in the past, like, 3 or 4 months. Don't play those games.
1: Instead,
0: play Double have Dragon. a very
2: good cocktail. Instead, it's Dragon, like that. No
1: Consolation, time. I've only reviewed one thing for IGN, and it was 5 out of 10, so, you know, you do better on me. And top, and Double Dragon
2: nice. was, like, a hot streak. We're back up, baby. Before that, it was like there. like three or four straight. Just like, why? I don't want to do this.
0: God, you and Travis both like just getting just garbage. I like that to think sucks.
2: that we just have a refined palate.
0: I mean, hey, also fair, also fair. You you are both you know uh, willing and able and ready to tell it like it is, and uh, and tell the people because this is all is let's let's not let's not get it twisted, people. What we are doing is is for the public good, right? We're out here playing these games that may or may not be good, and then we're going to tell you so if they're not good you can save yourself some money you can save yourself some time. We're doing Please all this for you. you
1: you don't have to It's true
2: A fun antidote to that uh, uh, all those lines a friend of mine read my um, Timenesi review and then bought oh, yeah? the game anyway, and said I was wrong. And I was <laughs> like, well,
3: thank
0: you.
2: At least you read the review.
0: Yeah. He's
2: like, You're an idiot, this game rule. So I'm like, okay.
0: My oh, bad. There you go. Sorry, bro. Dude, <laughs> bro. dude, I wrote I wrote along those similar lines, if we're gonna share stories like that. So uh there's not really a name for who this person is to me, but it is my uh my sister's husband's sister. So my brother in law's sister, who's like, I guess legally nothing to me. But we've been close. We've been close for years, and I did the IGN guides for Elder Scrolls Blades, which that game fucking sucks. That game. That's the mobile game, right? Yes, Mm -hmm. it's terrible. It's fucking awful. Yikes! Like I would have, I would have given it a. There are two games that I've done guides for that, like people, the people who made this game need to thank the lucky stars that I was not doing the IGN guide. It is that and One Punch Man, A Hero, Nobody Knows. Those games fucking suck. And uh, One Punch Man, A Hero, Nobody Knows would be a fucking three in my book. And the IGN reviewer gave it twice that, which is way too lenient <laughs> and generous, uh, and which is just out of control. But I was talking about that and I was complaining about it while uh beth she and i were going out to get like burgers and uh she was like oh you're doing guides for that i love that game that's all i'm playing lately and i'm like you've got to be fucking kidding me bro like you gotta be kidding me but it it takes all kinds it takes all kinds there is no accounting for taste there isn't there really is not even though we try
2: When you when you play a game just to play it, you don't you don't care. You're way more interested or way less interested in holding it to anything. You just hear for, for that is true.
0: That is true. That is true. Don't let me take your fun away. Sure, sure, sure. And also, like like a a, a crazy uh, thing is like I, I I can't I can't say that she has bad taste because she was literally singing in the choir behind the fucking zelda symphony that came to town so it's just like i like i can't i can't like i was literally at the show and then i was like wait a second is that fucking beth back there and that was she was singing in there it's crazy houston symphony what the hell is going on i saw
1: saw that when i came to australia i don't know if it was the same symphony but like the zelda concert thing
0: they did at the sydney opera house here so uh, i went to that it was awesome wild wild shit wild shit anyways all that to say love you beth you're a great singer. Your taste in video games is questionable. Anyways, with all of that, let's get out of here. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if you like the show, please leave us a review or tell somebody about it because we don't advertise and that's the only way we have, we have to grow. From oh, oh, excuse me. Goodness gracious, this meal is coming back up. From everybody here at The Platformers, we hope you have a wonderful week. And stay safe out there because until next time, we are out later folks